it's time. It's time once again to take a journey. So turn on the lights, pull your chair up, get a little closer to the computer, and get ready, because the journey's about to begin. You find yourself alone, late at night, driving in the mountains of North Carolina. You're lost, you think to yourself, but no, something is calling you. Something is drawing you in. You turn your radio on, and there it is. A faint station, wafting in and out of the static of the night. A man named Eric, running a show called a Midnight Cafe, calls to you. The conversation seems strange at first, but as you listen, as his voice fades in and out of the static, you realize this is where you were meant to be. This is what you were meant to listen to. For the next two hours, you and I will take a journey, because I am Eric, and this is the Midnight Cafe. We will take a journey that takes us from the normal, well, all the way through to the paranormal and beyond. We'll talk about the knowns and the unknowns, and everything in between, and together, perhaps we'll make a little sense out of this crazy world we all live in. Join us tonight and every Saturday night from 7 o'clock till, well, till whenever. But first, let's get to some reality. Let's get to the news. And then from there, well, <laughs> let's take that journey. All right, guys and gals, it is Eric, the owner of the Midnight Cafe and the owner of Farpoint Farms. And again, with me tonight, it's Jason, a.k.a. Rockin' Woody. Jason, welcome. Hey, guys. How y'all doing tonight? Hey, uh, sorry that uh, y'all had to refresh your browsers. I still haven't figured out why it is that it sets everyone up for a show and then makes them switch to a different page. But, yeah, that's the way it works. Let me go ahead and, and bring my ugly mug up on here. Let's see. Why am I, why am I not showing up? Hey, there we are. Hey, everyone. <laughs> Glad to see you tonight. Back in uh, Command Central here. Back in Command Central here in the mountains of North Carolina. Jason, I assume, back in uh, Fayetteville. Is that correct? That's right. Command Central down here in the artillery. <laughs> so uh, another great show lined up for tonight. We're going to do things a little differently. Of course, this is all kind of new as far as this format. You know, we did 1670 Wasted Radio for many years, but that's a totally different gig when you can play uh, music and have fun and do all that stuff. Here's a little bit different. So uh, we're going to be... Changing it up. We're not going to focus so much on the news of the week. We do have a few minor news stories we're going to get to, but for the most part, uh, well, we're just going to cut right into the, well, tonight, we're really cutting into the paranormal. We're cutting into extraterrestrial. Got to change it up a little bit. That's right. Jason, you all right there? I hear a whole bunch going on in your house. <laughs> yeah. Pouring yourself a cold drink, it sounds like. <laughs> <laughs> nice cold Coca-Cola. <laughs> all right. Well, Jason, you got anything you want to add or should we go right into it? No, I think we can go right into it, man. Thank everyone for being here. So, yeah. Always a pleasure. Already 90 on board, and I appreciate y'all showing up and, and coming in. Zach and Jordan B and Eric Code 503 and Jason Kane, all good people, good friends, and I appreciate uh, stopping by tonight. I know our show can be a bit amateur hour, but you know what? Amateur hour is fun. I'm sorry to hear that 100.3 won't be transmitting tonight, but by all means, download it, transmit it whenever. Hope they enjoy it. As always, you are free to broadcast this on any Station Put you it want on to repeat. <laughs> yep. Yeah. Let it play. Let it play. Just spread the word about the Midnight Cafe because, well, we're all new again. So we've just reinvented ourselves, haven't we, Woody? 
That's right. That's right. All right. Well, on to the news. Uh, this news has obviously, I think, been on everyone's mind all week, unless you're one of the lucky ones down maybe in uh, south of Texas or down in Florida Panhandle or something like that. But that would have to be the polar vortex. That mm. means freezing butt. How are you doing there? And How's Raleigh in that area down there? We, we actually did not get that bad. It, it got to like 18 degrees one night. Usually it, we get down to like 9, 8, 10. It's not been that bad here. You're kidding me. No, I'm I'm dead serious. I was very shocked. I'm very jealous because uh, the mountains certainly got it. We were below zero, and it stayed that way for a couple of days. Matter of fact, uh, missed some work, and uh, you know the roads were just nasty. You put salt down, but at certain temperatures, it just doesn't work very well anymore, does it? No, it was like sixty degrees a day. So <laughs> yeah, well, yeah, today was great. The sun was shining. Fortunately, I had to work, so I got to stare at it through the the bay doors, but. Uh, I intend to be outside tomorrow. I got a lot of work to do here on the farm and, and, you know, just get back up. But yeah, most of the country found out what it feels like to be in Antarctica. I believe this is of Chicago. I might be wrong, to be honest with you. All these pictures from all these different uh, areas look a lot alike. And this is, if I'm correct, this is uh, Lake Michigan, maybe? I'm not sure. I'm, I'm going to be honest I with think you. They, they were saying it was negative 50 degree wind chill in those places, man. That is insane. Yeah, there's a lot of videos of like people throwing water into the air and it freezes before it hits the ground. And obviously a lot of damage. When you get down into the negative 20s, negative 30s, you know, I don't care what kind of insulation you have. You're going to have a lot of pipes breaking. You're going to have a lot of damage. So some really crazy stuff. So, you know, and not to, <laughs> I mean, not to make light of it, but thankfully it seems to be passing. But I'm I'm glad that it only lasted for a week. I would hate to hate to think of what it would like if uh, if we went into that little mini ice age that some people are talking about, and this became <laughs> yeah, this became the normal here. Well, Jason Jason Kane just commented said they were down to negative four forty four oh. Wednesday. Was that temperature? Uh, was that actually on the thermometer, Jason, or was that wind chill? I, I think that's and Jason, you can you can verify this. I think that was the actual temperature. I think there's some areas Ooh. that were. I mean that's just brutal. They said it was colder in uh, in parts of the U.S. than it was in Antarctica. So that's man, that's brutal. Yeah, I imagine you're not going to work in 44 degree below. Uh, that that's pretty brutal, man. Well, I got one more picture of that, and that's uh, these are two examples of things that happen. Uh, 1970s was an ice age. Trust me. Okay. Uh, not windshield. Yeah. So he's verifying that is the actual temperature. That's freaking brutal. Wow. So what we have here on the left is a picture of somebody's toilet. <laughs> and I actually say somebody's former toilet. Hey, Frogman430, Great Lakes. So you're freezing your you-know-what off, too. Well, here we are. So on the left, we have what was the tank of a toilet, frozen solid. I'm going to imagine that either the heat was not turned on in that house or it was not a very well-insulated house to do that. <laughs> that's going to be a mess when it thaws out, for sure. Oh, yeah. And over here on the right, I guess somebody took a bowl of spaghetti, brought it outside, and about... Two seconds later, it had frozen solid. So that's kind of a cool picture, to be honest with you. But, that is pretty neat. Yeah. Uh, I am glad that it is over for now, and let's hope that the rest of this winter is a mild one. How about that? We're looking good on this area. I don't know about you. Yeah. like I think this whole week's supposed to be you know, 40s and 50s, so I'll take that, because usually this time of year we're in the teens. So Where yeah. we're at, they're talking 60s and 70s, so wow. I'm definitely taking that. Man, I'll take some vacation time and come back and visit again. All right. <laughs> <laughs> So uh, that is it for the Polar Vortex. Like I said, we're going to make the news a little shorter from here on out. We might add, I mean, depending on the story of the week, but this was not a big week for uh, stories. I will say this. There was one thing that I wanted to talk about, not really paranormally involved, but just something in the news that I wanted to talk about briefly, and that is this. 
uh, President, uh, well, I can't say his name or probably get demonetized, but DJT has uh, backed us out of the nuclear prolific. It's easy for you to say. Yeah, wow. Man, I know that word too, but I'm not getting it right right now. The nuclear prolific. Shit, oh man, forget it. How about we just have a whole lot of nukes? <laughs> we're not supposed to have so many nukes. We have a, a you know a, a treaty that says we're not going to build more, buy more, or sell more. But apparently, old DJT decided, you know what? No one's really following the rules of this game anyway. So why should we? And backed us right out of that, which is a very interesting tactic on his part. I got to give him some. I mean, I'm going to give him the, the shrug here because I don't I don't even know what that leads to. But Russia, of course, responded in like and said, you know what? If you're not going to honor it. We're not going to honor it. So looks like we got ourselves a good old-fashioned arms race. And, uh, you know, I'm sure that mainstream or fake news, whatever you want to call them, will work this up into a frenzy and say that the world's going to end over this. But the truth is there's nothing that is going to change. People uh, on both sides of this continent, both Russia and the United States, and I'm sure every other country that has the capability of creating nuclear weapons, has been working feverishly all along to create new and more powerful ways to kill each other. Oh, yeah, absolutely. There's no denying that. Yeah, so this is just a formality. Perhaps perhaps they knew they were going to get caught in some kind of thing, so they just decided to back out of it. I don't know. And in my opinion, it doesn't matter if you have 100 or 200. I mean, it really only takes one. Right, yeah. If you happen to be in the city they drop it on, it doesn't matter if it's the only one they drop. But regardless, MAD still uh, is in full effect. Mutually assured destruction. If you push your button, I promise you we will push ours. And what difference does it make when we're talking about 3,000 to 6,000 warheads on either side? So I don't know. I'm sure they're making a big deal on the news. I don't watch it. But uh, I did read that he had backed out of that treaty, and I just thought it was worth mentioning tonight. And maybe you guys can chime in on your thoughts on that. Uh, Heath Whittle's coming in. Hey, guys, from North Georgia Mountains. Heath, is uh, your temperature's been as cold as everybody else's. Uh, we got a warm up today, but it, it's definitely been a kind of a rough uh, couple days there. Oh, any other thoughts on that, Woody? No, that's that's about it, man. I'm with you. I'm not really watching the news to see what the hype is. But yeah, I, I don't think much gonna, is going to change. No, I don't. I just honestly, you know, it's just the status quo. So, but I guess it's a formality they felt. And I think uh, I'm pretty sure there's been other presidents across the years that have talked about backing us out of that, and this is just the one that had the gonads to do it <laughs> all right so uh so let's talk for a few seconds here i don't know jason you want to get into this but we're we're our whole topic this this whole weekend here is going to be kind of extraterrestrial the whole idea behind this episode two hours worth is we're going to cover a bunch of different topics related to you know aliens and ufos and crop circles and uh oh gosh everything every aspect of it from abductions to uh sightings to all this stuff so if you're Anything interested, you guys want to bring up too. So yeah, really. I, I mean, that's what we want. This is all a conversation, which is the beauty. You know, radio. We have to have phone calls, and that's pretty much the only way to do it. Or it's just Jason and I sitting there talking to each other. Uh, here, we would love to have your calls via Skype, and uh, you don't have to put your face on here if you don't want to. We can just go with audio. That's entirely up to you. But the fact that you're able to chat with us, and I'm, I can read those comments and kind of respond to that. So it's. It's, it's like a family setting, really. I'm like sitting here in my room, you're sitting in your room, and we're having that same talk. So I really like that. So by all means, whatever we're talking about tonight, feel free to chime in. If you think it's all bunk or crazy, uh, go for it. Because I'm not a firm believer of any of this stuff. I I have my opinions, but I'm not exactly sure. Uh, as a matter of fact, let me say this. And I, as Before we get into some of these pictures, and Jason, I don't know. I know you're an Art Bell fan. I know you're a Coast to Coast fan. 
there was an episode of Art was uh, on not too long ago. I was listening to an old show of his, and he said the problem, and he was talking about ghost photographs, but you could use the same thing for alien photographs, UFO photographs, crop circles, whatever, is that you have these three layers of photographs, right? You have a photograph that's super grainy and you can't hardly make out what it is. So everyone says, ah, it's a speck of dust or it's, you know, that, that's a bird. And that's not a UFO. Or you have these pictures that uh, are absolutely crystal clear and perfect. And then everyone jumps to the conclusion that they're obviously Photoshop. fake. Yeah, it's Photoshop, so it's fake. So you really can't win when it comes to these things. When it comes to something that hasn't been proven, it's hard to prove. And that's that's the whole problem. And of course, in today's age... You know, it, it is easy to fake a lot of this stuff. So we have to go on faith a little bit, I suppose. But some of these photos that I'm going to show you, I mean, I have no no dog in the fight here. So uh, we're going to go through some of the stuff. But mostly these pictures are just a backdrop for us to talk about these subjects. So let's see what we got going on here in the chat board. Uh, Heath, How are you, Slave? Welcome back to see you. Yeah, awesome, dude. Heath is saying, yeah, it's been very cold. Did warm up here and was able to get some work done. Yeah, man, I had to work today uh, at my regular job. But tomorrow I intend to get outside and get her done. Zach Watts, ever since the USSR halfway broke up and the politicians said we'd be at peace, I've always been a skeptic. Yeah, I, I agree with that 100%. He's going back to that nuclear arms treaty, but, you know, it's like, I don't believe any of it. There's a lot of strings being pulled behind the scenes, and I don't think anybody that supposedly runs things actually does. Absolutely uh, not. Let's see, uh, pushed me to get prepared for sure. Yeah, Frogman, good deal. All right, well, let's get into it, man. I'm going to start this off with uh, I'm going to start this off with UFOs, if that's okay with you, man. Yeah, no, it works great for me. All right. Well, obviously, this is an artist rendition, but this kind of this kind of just just brings in the whole night, pretty much here. So, uh, and, and maybe some of you have some experiences of your own you'd like to share, as far as if you've ever seen a UFO, if you've ever had a friend or someone who's seen a UFO, or little green men, or whatever. What kills me about the UFO stories, there's so many different sides of it. You know, people get abducted all the time and you just see the, the, the lights and the fast moving ships. I mean, there's just, there's some similarities, but they're all so different. That's what drives me wild about this subject. Well, it's interesting that you're mentioning, uh, and this is not the UFO, but it's just aliens in general. You say that's all so different, but when I was doing my research for this and when I was trying to find some pictures to put on here, one thing that struck me as kind of interesting is that the the drawings or the animations or the creations of aliens, uh, that little green man with the big eyes, you know, that little guy with the big eyes, it seems incredible to me. You're that right. Yeah, that's consistent. Yeah, that that part of it does seem to be like the same thing. No matter where you go, you've got these people describing, people who feel like they've been abducted or have been abducted. Again, I, I don't have a dog in this fight, so this is just a discussion about the possibilities. But it does seem interesting to me that so many people from so many different parts of the world would all relay the same drawing or the same description of what they saw and what they were taken aboard with, you know. And and uh, that kind of leans me into the direction of, okay, something's going on. Now, again, are these? it's entirely possible that what we're talking about is not actually extraterrestrial. It could be interterrestrial. It could be something inside the Earth. It could be interdimensional. It could be something in a parallel universe that occupies the same planet. I mean, there's a lot of possibilities here, and this could just go on. You know. and, and when you bring up that kind of consistency, I was referring more to the stories, but you think, and it's a little off topic from the UFOs themselves, but look at all the the Egyptians and the ancient history where they, they they had all these gods that came down and flew, and they were all powerful. And, you know, part of me can't help but wonder, 
you know, was that the case? You know, were these extraterrestrials flying in? So they looked amazing to these people. Well, and I don't know, are you uh, familiar? And I think we might've talked about it on the first episode a little briefly, but are you familiar with what the Sumerian culture talks about as far as their own creation? Briefly, yeah, I'm not in depth with it, but I am aware of it. All right, by no means am I an expert here, but uh, so the Sumerians, their own like texts that they have, indicate that they were actually a creation created by a, a force that came from outer space or from above. So their gods were these giants that came down here, and the giants were working to mine gold, is what we think. We're not sure what exactly they were mining, but. These people got tired of creating this stuff and digging it out themselves, and so they decided to take indigenous life here on Earth and genetically modify it, maybe mix it with their own genes, I don't know, but and they came up with the humans. It's pretty much that's what their hmm. that's what their version of it is. And it's interesting, and again, not to pee pee on religion, because there's a lot of uh, you know, a lot of sore subjects here when it comes to it, but if you look at a lot of the Old Testament, some of the stories have a lot of similarities to it. As far as uh, we talk about Eden, and it's like a lot of these guys and gals uh, in the Sumerian culture that they, they talk about and do their history on it are thinking that Sumeria was Eden and that, uh, you know, after these, the Anaki, as uh, one of the, uh, Michael Sean's talking about, the Anunnaki is, is what they called their gods, these people from space that created them. That when the Anunnaki left, whether they left by, uh, you know, voluntarily or whether we kicked them off the planet <laughs> or whether they're still here, which is also a definite possibility, that that was the expulsion from Eden. Because now these humans who had kind of been you know, cared for as pets or as laborers, like we would take care of a, a cat or a dog, uh, they were forced to, to find the world for themselves. And so that's an interesting story about the origins of man. Again, take everything with a grain of salt. But there are some similarities there between the Garden of Eden and, and uh, some stories in the Anunnaki and, and Sumerian history. So it's really weird, man. Yeah. Eric Code asked, you know, could the alien base be in the Marianas Trench? And I mean, you never know. It's so deep we can't get down there to look. Certainly There's can. A... Yeah. I think about this. If you have the ability to create a spaceship that can travel interstellar, then I don't think going under deep, deep pressures of ocean would be any kind of an issue for it, you know? Absolutely not. So if you wanted to have a place here on Earth that you knew humans wouldn't bother you, or if you were even from the bottom of the ocean and had underground, you know, setups like that, that I don't see why that would not be possible. Let's see, we got some comments coming in here. Could be an alien, yeah, let's say... Um, Jordan B. saying big eyes, low light would be my guess. Again, that kind of leads you to wonder if maybe these creatures come from inner Earth. You know, there's always been talk about holes at the top and the bottom of the world. Antarctica has a lot of weird stuff going on. There's no doubt about that. So that could definitely be a possibility. We're talking about creatures that come in from another part of uh, the Earth. So that's definitely something. Jason Kane saying military aircraft camera footage blows my mind. Mach 3 and chasing these things and zoom right off the frame. I saw some of those videos that they just declassified through the CIA. And it's weird that they would go ahead and declassify stuff like that. But clearly, whatever that was, was a technology that is not known to us. It's entirely possible that it is made by a branch of the government or some government. And it's a new technology they just want to keep very secret. But man, those were incredibly fast. It was very difficult for them to get a lock on it. And I don't know, man. And, and, and to the 20 people watching right now, 
and when we got a lock, I wonder how many people have taken that shot over the years. If they're told not to, or if they just go ahead and push the button, see what comes of it. <laughs> I'm just curious on that. I know, you know, we look back at Roswell and apparently somebody took a shot <laughs> and got a lucky one somewhere along the line, if that's what's going on there. So interesting. Uh, let's see what else we got here. Uh, semi-professional hillbilly. Thanks for joining us, brother. They give us a kickstart. Now they have to come back and see how bad we screwed it up. Okay, my theory, and again, these are theories they have nothing rooted in. So I think they left because of probably an impending ice age or an impending meteor strike. Something caused them to bail. They knew something was coming up, so they rolled out. Or the other possibility is they were done. I mean, when we get done mining a mine, we leave. We we abandon the mine. We move on to a mine that has more stuff. So that that could also be a possibility. And and, and that kind of ties into what we were talking about last week, too. They talk about the structures on the moon. You know, we brought up maybe they could be... Maybe that's why they were staying there and all this. Yeah. And they just so abandoned. They left it because there was bad news coming. But anyway, yep. these animals or these creatures, and, and they may have decided, you know what, we're out of here, and they may not have cared about their creation. So again, going back to Sumerian culture, they feel like the Sumerian gods, the gods above the Sumerians, when they came back and saw that the Sumerians or the, um, the Anunnaki had uh, created man, they were pissed. And so there was actually a war of the gods, so to speak. And in the end, uh, some of them were considered the fallen ones, right? And they stayed here below on earth, and they may still be here for all we know. But uh, the Anunnaki left and left the fallen ones behind because of this falling out over creating the monstrosity that was man. So they may have been so disgusted with us that they just bailed. And uh, it could also be kind of like Jurassic Park. Uh, maybe we were supposed to be sterile and we weren't. So we kind of bred out of control like a colony of rabbits. For all, you know. That's very possible. Very interesting stuff, no doubt. Let's see what else we got here. Josh Levin's asking about Ghostbusters. Well, that's, yeah, we can definitely talk about that. We <laughs> talked about that a little last week. Uh, Heath Will saying, ever heard the theory that aliens are actually demons? I have not. That's interesting. I have not heard that either, yeah. actually. I'd be interested in knowing more about that if you can throw me a link or something like that. Or you want to call in, I'd love to hear all about it, man. If anyone's got the, the gonads, give us a ring tonight. <laughs> we're, we're here. <laughs> Frog, Frogman430 saying it's the Predator. Better call Arnold. Get to the chopper. <laughs> uh, Arnold. If they ever perfect cloning, I hope he's one of the first ones to get cloned so we can get more movies. He was a terrible governor, but he was still pretty badass. So they got to go with that. <laughs> Uh, ham PC, PCB. Uh, that's what I've heard. People wonder if alien sightings have something to do with demons. Man, that's crazy. I'd never heard of that. So that's, Me neither. I'm very interested in that. Uh, oh, a message retracted. I almost heard what that uh-huh. was, but yeah, somebody didn't want to see in that one, I guess. All right. Well, let me go ahead and blank this one out. And we do have a bunch of UFO pictures. So let's just go into it again. Think back to what Art said about if it's a perfect picture, it's obviously a fake. And if it's a grainy picture like this, well, it's obviously miss, you know, that's just a weather balloon or something. But let's take a look at some of these things. <laughs> Margaret Knight Owl Reeve says, bread out of control. It's possible. Look at what we're doing yeah. right now. Heck, I'm, I was born in the early 70s, and there were 5 uh, billion of us here on the planet. And now they're, what, are eight, you know, in just 40 years or 40, well, gosh, 50, but whatever. Uh, so. You think about those numbers, it's uh, exponential. It's an explosion. Eventually, it's going to pop. So it could. It, it certainly is a possibility. So. Semi-professional hillbillies that I've heard. People say they are us, time travelers, studying ancient people. Definitely a possibility. Absolutely. You, you agree with that, Jason? I do. I'm, yeah. I'm curious about how we would have turned to be green and get the big eyes. I wonder if it's 
suffering through a disaster or something like that, and they're going back to look. Yeah, evolution of uh, forced evolution. Think about yeah. you know rapid forced evolution. If they the Earth warmed or the Earth cooled or we were forced underground, uh, or Actually brings a whole twist I've never even thought about before. Yeah. Oh my gosh, we have a call. It's Keith Hamilton calling in. I'm going to take this call here. Hello, Keith. Are you with us? I'm here. All right. Let me make sure I've got Jason here. There we go. Uh, did that work? Jason, you back? Hmm. Jason, are you back? Hello. There we go. All right. Hey, Keith. Perfect. Keith and Jason okay, here. Yeah, well, we've got we an interesting night. This. Yeah. It's almost, right. it's almost like it's almost like we knew what we're doing. <laughs> uh, Margaret says, "Call me Owl." Okay, I can do that. <clears throat> I do think semi-professional hillbilly. You might be onto something there with that time travel. I certainly think that's a possibility. Time traveling, coming back, uh, looking at DNA traces and roots and stuff. It's crazy, man. Uh, Beluga Studios is asking me what happened to the video calling. Well, you are completely welcome to call us, Beluga, and be on video. Most of the people that want to call in, like me, probably have a face for radio. So that's fine with me, too. I can go either way. <laughs> Keith, welcome to the show. What would you like to chime in Thank on this? You. Thank you. Well, well, I, I've seen one. And, uh, it was, uh, a UFO? It was, uh, yeah, I have. Yeah, I don't know if you've ever heard this story, but uh, no, it was uh, a long time ago. Uh, a bunch of us were just out um, hanging around, you know, out in kind of the boonies, out in the woods, and uh, just kind of off in the distance, you know, this, uh, you know, the, you know, the, what I would call a UFO just kind of rose out of nowhere, and it was um, um, horseshoe shaped, lit underneath, and uh, could see portholes. And uh, rose up to about um, half a mile and then just kind of disappeared in a blink. And, uh, you know, <laughs> it was um, pretty, pretty fascinating. Yeah, it was probably, um, you know, it was probably about uh, in my early 20s. It was a long time ago. Wow. But, um, well, you yeah. don't hear a whole lot of horseshoe-shaped sightings. Yeah, yeah, it kind of looked like a manta ray. They have, uh, and I thought... I can't remember. There's a picture of it in here, in the pile somewhere, but I can't remember what they call it off the top of my head. But there is a V-shaped, supposedly a V-shaped secret military plane. Uh, but then a lot of people also think that what happened there in uh, Arizona a while back may have been a V-shaped aircraft or, or a V-shaped yeah. UFO. Yeah, I mean, you never know. It could have been something like that. But the way it disappeared was pretty fast. So it was moving in a manner that pretty much normal aircraft could not do. It seemed to be. Yeah. 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 I mean, it lifted up. There wasn't any noise. Could hard to tell how far away it was. Yeah. But, um, you know, the entire underneath was, was white. Huh. And, um, and then it just disappeared. Really, just in, just in a wink, you know. And, um, yeah, everybody well, saw it. And, what you know, was the behavior? Thing, uh, you know, it just what? lifted straight up. And the interesting thing is, we we there were some houses in the distance, and people were standing outside those houses <laughs> looking at it. Is that a call? Wow. I mean, yeah. did it look like it was observing, or was it just flying through, or what was? The... Oh no, it was too far away for that. I mean, we were out in the boonies. It was over woods, so uh, I don't know where you know what it was doing. I, I the, the point at which it lifted off was in the boonies, way way out in the country. 
And um, at that point, it would have been probably about where Falls Lake is now. Huh, okay. In Wake County, you know, in northern Wake County. Yeah. North Carolina. So approximately that area, which, you know, back in the 70s would have been pretty much nothing there, not much there. So, uh, yeah, it just, you know, lifts it up out of nowhere, uh, seemingly nowhere, and just lifts it up slowly to about, I don't know, three, four thousand feet, and then just hovered there for a second, and then, bam, it was gone. Wow, that's amazing. Keith, I'm getting a yeah. comment from one of the listeners that your volume is a little low. I've got you maxed out on my side. Is there anything you can do with your mic on your end to- how about that? Is that better? Hopefully. We'll see what that comes up with. And also, Jason, I don't know if you saw the comment from Night Owl, but she wants to know why she can't see you. Because <laughs> I'm not on a video call. Get, <laughs> yeah, you're going to have to get a camera here, man. We, I think people are tired of seeing my ugly face. It's time to see. They want to see an entirely new ugly face every once in a while. <laughs> we, we, we'll make that happen next week. Yeah, there you go. All right. Beluga Studio says it's not bad, So, uh, and now we're saying they can hear you just fine. So, go. it sounds like we got that figured out. That's good to hear. All right, well, let me go on. I'll, I'm going to block out this picture, and we'll pull up the next one. This is a really interesting one from Russia. This is uh, off an, uh, a fighter plane. I'm not sure. Uh, all is telling me I'm not ugly. I appreciate that. You're one of, I think, two people on the planet, my wife probably being the other one. And she's probably just lying she's to just me. She's just <laughs> She is just lying to me, but that's all right. I'll take what I can get, you know? Thank you. Thank you very much. So, <laughs> Stephen Dreyer's checking in. Here we are. Hey, man. So, uh, yeah, look at this photo. And, again, this one kind of qualifies as it's almost so good that it uh, people probably imagine it's a fake. But I'll tell you what, that's that's an interesting photo there. That's your circular object. It looks like it has maybe something going on in the, the rear. I don't know if it's coming or going. But that is definitely not something that would be normally flying around in our atmosphere. Would you all agree with that? Well, I've got a question yeah. for you guys. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, have you have you heard that the Air Force has officially reopened its uh, its investigations into uh, UFOs? No, I have not heard that. No, I believe I did hear that. Yeah, they they officially closed it. You know, for yeah. years. Blue Book, right? But, Project Blue Book. Uh, I heard that. Uh, I heard that a year or two ago they officially reopened it. That's. Huh. I wonder. I wonder what's behind that. Yeah. It could that's be. I, that, that's just what I heard. Yeah. Oh, I I believe it's possible. I tell you what, it, it's. It may be that at some point we get disclosure, and uh, and that might be a step towards it, where they're, you know, they probably already know everything they need to know, but maybe they're doing it for public show. Because I, you know, yeah. think about how many projects are going on that they don't tell us about. For them to come out publicly and talk about it, maybe that, maybe maybe there's been a shift in philosophy up at the tire, top end. But um, yeah. So why, um, not, why not bring in the data? You know, why not talk to these people? You yeah. Know? So, Semi-professional hillbilly says we've had a rash of sightings in our areas in the 80s. It turned out to be military testing the F-117, the, the stealth fighters. Yeah, that, again, you know, if you live near a military base, uh, that certainly is a possibility. Obviously, I mean, I've heard this said before, and I kind of tend to believe it. If um, whatever we see, whatever the military says, here, here's our latest fighter jet. Here's the F-22. Here's the F-35. They're probably one or two generations at least ahead of that in R&D. So there's probably some pretty crazy mm-hmm. stuff floating around out yep. there. So, uh, That's right. Doesn't explain away everything you see, but it certainly explains away some of it. And, uh, and it like like some of professional hillbillies chiming in here saying that that one was explained away. But Beluga Studios okay. comment, this picture looks real enough to, to, to him, and, and uh, that one looks cool. Yeah, a lot of people saying that's a 
pretty cool. If you look into it, there's a lot of fighter pilots that have a lot of stories of seeing some very weird stuff when they're out there flying. They do, and uh, and as we go on through tonight, there's uh, some some history that we'll talk about as far as all the way back into World War II uh, that these things were happening. Now, here's a photo that, again, if you think Art Bell, you think they would consider this to be too blurry to know what it is. It could be a street lamp, but uh, this uh, I saw the original photo zoomed out. It's actually, It was a very small speck in the sky, but one zoomed in, and you all can look at that. I, I'd say... Uh, that looks very much like a disc-shaped object to me with a glowing bottom. It really does. I, it really does kind of look like a street lamp, though. I will say that. Yeah, kind of. Consider, you could be both, right? So, very interesting there. I'll roll on down to the next one here. Hold on one second. I think I can do this. There we go. Now, here's an old one. This is that kind of V formation. Uh, these were separate flying globes, but I've seen that a few times. Um what was it? The Phoenix Lights is the biggest one of that. And again, I saw a documentary on that where the military pretty much said, you know, that's a diversion. We 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 did set off flares so everybody would look that direction while what was really going on was happening in the other side of the skies. So certainly that's a possibility as well. Absolutely. Cool. Getting some interesting <laughs> comments here. Uh, yeah, we are. The Night Owl is asking, what's with the Amelia Earhart? Uh, had she possibly flown in the Bermuda Triangle? Amelia Earhart was lost in the Pacific, so that wouldn't be the Bermuda Triangle. But there is a triangle on that side of the world that also has issues. Amelia Earhart's story, we could get into that one night, but best guess on that is either loss of fuel and loss of life as a result, or um, they may have made it somewhere, but you know, it was the beginning of World War II. We hadn't gotten involved yet, but the Japanese were certainly involved, and they may have thought she was a spy or whatever and disposed Shot of her. her down. Yeah, disposed yep. of it properly. Jason Kane's commenting in that even commercial pilots uh, will make identifications of UFOs, but when they do, they usually get accused of drinking on the job. And that's true. <laughs> there is, you know, some embarrassment for people to say, hey, I saw something in the sky. And, you know, then people make fun of you. And it's silly that they do, but that's just the mentality that a lot of the, a lot of the world has, unfortunately. Jason, yeah. do you have any, uh, you ever seen a UFO? I have not, actually. I've never, uh, never had the privilege. I've always definitely wanted to experience that, but. Yeah, I've never, I don't think I've ever seen one. I've certainly, when we first moved up to the mountains and being able to see the night sky so much clearer without light pollution, uh, I thought I saw something interesting in the sky, but it turned out it's just satellites. If you get far enough away from light sources, you can actually watch the satellites drift overhead as they come across the night sky. It's really beautiful. Oh, no kidding. Yeah, no, it's, in, cool. it's incredible. And uh, the uh, space station also shows up a couple times. Uh, I think I've seen it twice now over the years. So that's really neat, too. Uh, all right, let's see what else we got here. Well, I'm also curious people's thoughts, you know, because like you said, it's society. If someone says they see a UFO, you get made fun of. You know, what? why is it not being embraced? Like why, you know, ghosts, people investigate it. It's a fairly reasonable profession, I guess, or, you know, reasonable avenue to go down. There's debate about it, but it's not like UFOs. They're not like, oh, it can't be. You're, fuck, you're absolutely crazy, you know? Yeah, well, <laughs> I think that's a problem with our society. You know, there's we talk about conspiracy theorists, and, and you say conspiracy theorists like it's a bad thing, but the truth is it's good to have that kind of mindset. Question everything. Look at everything. You know, absorb it all. Don't look at one one person's opinion and say, well, obviously that's the case. Because you're really locking yourself out of a whole different world that may lead us to some really interesting places. And, Absolutely. You know, here's an old photograph. You look at it, and of course this photo is pretty well dated and old, but... Whatever that is in the sky, if you look at the giant building that's below it, that is a large object up there in the sky. 
Yeah, that's huge. Beautiful. Uh, let's see here. Uh, Night Owls chimed in a couple times here. Uh, she hasn't seen a UFO, but she'd like to. And uh, she also says, they tend to think we are weird and they fear what they don't understand. And that's true. A lot of people... It's very true. They have their preconceived notions and they just stick with that. And that's as, that's as far as they want to take it in life. And and I understand that. We, we, we talked about it kind of that first week we were in here that a lot of people want to come home at night and watch uh, Dancing with the Stars. And that's, you know, that's their reality. They want to watch the nightly news and that's that's the truth. And they want to watch a couple of reality shows and go to bed and get up and do it all over again. And I kind of, in some ways, I wish that I could be that way. But I'm, I, I'm not. <laughs> it's not wired that way are we yeah no no uh let's see semi-professional hillbilly uh, buzz aldrin saw some things and now they are trying to make him look like a nutcase yeah i've seen a lot of interviews with him where he's kind of spilled the beans a little bit here and there i'm surprised yeah, i'm surprised he didn't get a you know he didn't get suicided at some point in his life though because he had he definitely said a few things over the years so. he's not the only astronaut to say that they've seen things no quite a few mm-hmm. and, and Foreign ones too, Russians, and about every nationality that's been to space has, has a story or not. Even the Chinese guy that went up in his capsule, uh, you know, the Soyuz knockoff a few years ago, said that he heard a very, at some point there was a very strange knocking sound on the outside of the skin of the hull of this ship. And, uh, you know, that could be a natural phenomenon, maybe heating and cooling, but that the fact that he even mentioned it is pretty brazen in that country. Mm. I'm not sure if it's true, but I think Gene Roddenberry was a pilot. Yes. And I've often wondered if maybe maybe he got an idea, some of his ideas, you know, from, you know, I, I think I heard that, I wonder if he saw a UFO and maybe that's where he got some of his ideas. I don't know. That's incredibly interesting idea. You know, he's, he was so. a lot of sense. Yeah, that, that explains a lot, actually. Maybe, maybe somebody being. Uh, <laughs> yeah. One of, the, one of the Star Trek episodes, uh, you know, the, the Enterprise beamed up a pilot of an aircraft. Yeah, yeah, I remember that. Yeah. <laughs> hey, you never know. That could be very. It was, that was his autobiography. He was just hiding in an episode I, of Star Trek. Yeah, I'm not saying, somebody, I'm not saying they beamed him up. Ever, yeah. Who knows? Yeah, that's pretty you cool. Know, he, he was very creative, but maybe he saw a flash in the sky and. Just thought it up. Yeah, know, went maybe, with that. Maybe there's, maybe there's space, spacecraft out there, you know. Uh, Air Code 503 saying the Hindu believe there was an alien-on-alien war here on Earth. And again, that kind of links back to that Sumerian uh, story where the the gods that were here that had created us and, and, and built this society that, to mine gold, and the gods that arrived to pick them up and said, what have you done? got into this big old battle and and the fallen ones were created so uh definitely you know again it's kind of like the flood uh there's there's stories about the major flood in pretty much every society or every culture across the world so mm-hmm. again it it makes you wonder all these things are rooted in some kind of truth and so it's uh i don't think in our lifetime and perhaps probably in the next on the other side we'll find the truth but there's a, there's a lot there for sure uh, mrs woolbright how are you tonight uh she said, she see, I saw a silvery-type disc in the sky over the ocean coming down Highway 12. Wow. During the daylight, huh? Very interesting. Wow. Uh, daylight sighting is more uh, unusual for sure. And uh, <laughs> semi-professional hillbilly says that knocking was just Chinese-made equipment. I would not doubt that. That <laughs> certainly could be. When we're talking Chinese <laughs> manufacturing. You just, you just never know. And Zach Watts saying, I forgot where I heard it, but it was said that there was a, a, some identified object 
orbiting Earth prior to the Sputnik. Well, Zach, uh, we're actually going to discuss that object here later on tonight if we have time. If not, we'll make it part of another discussion. But that object is called the Black Knight Satellite, and uh, its dated uh, estimated date is 12,000 years old, which means that it could be alien in origin or it could be from a previous culture that inhabited this planet uh, before the uh, last ice age or the, the last great flood. Anyway, here we go with another photograph here, and this is an oldie from the 50s. I remember seeing this in a book when I was a kid. A lot of these, you know, a lot of these people try to debunk saying they were throwing hubcaps in the air and, and snapping photos and stuff like that. So, I don't know. What's your thoughts on that one? I don't know if an old camera would have catched a, a hubcap flying through the air that well. Yeah, doesn't that seem like kind of a, a stretch? I guess it'd be the equivalent of Photoshopping into today, but it, so I'm sure it's possible, but it, I don't know. I think that's a very interesting photo there. It's certainly interesting. Especially the older photos. That would be a lot harder to fake. Yeah, you know. So, uh, Jordan B is chiming in. Uh, there are a lot of prehistoric drawings from the Mayans to the Egyptians, uh, what appear to show spacecrafts in the sky. Yes, there are. A lot of drawings, a lot of photos, all the way up through the 16th century. Uh, some with pretty accurate alien craft looking in them. And mm-hmm. Yeah, there's a lot of history to this. It's, it's very interesting. Uh, that's what I'm saying. They think that they were gods. I think that's my, my personal belief and opinion is I think that had a lot to do with it. That they were gods or they thought they were gods. Yeah. I mean, to, to primitive humans, they were gods, you know, Absolutely, the, their abilities, yeah. you know, so I can totally understand where they're coming from there. Um, Gail's, uh, Miss Wolbright's talking about it. it was a brief sighting. Can't describe the shape, but it was definitely not an airplane. Yeah. I think a lot of people that have a, a UFO sighting, can't really tell you what it was, but they can certainly tell you what it wasn't. And uh, and I think that's pretty much the commonality there. Uh, Jason Kane saying, I have a story, but damn, uh, how can I tape it here in a nutshell? It's also secondhand. Could touch on a just lot of aspects. Yeah, Jason, call, man. Don't worry about it. If you don't want to have your face on the air, just uh, call in with the, the mic. It's Skype. So, so uh, this photograph here is what I've seen... Uh, and I believe this Delta craft is actually a military craft. I don't think the one on the left, I think that's an artist's rendition. That one on the right, I believe, is is a military craft of some kind. And uh, there's been some pictures, I think, uh, over Area 51 where they've had some of these crafts flying around. And they actually are able to perform some pretty amazing feats. Not not able to you know turn on a dime and shoot off at a different vector at 100 miles an hour like a real alien aircraft probably does, but... But uh, able to fly in pretty impressive formations. And, and there's, some... there's no telling how many aircraft we've come up with that we've tried and just didn't continue production with. I mean, yeah, a lot of things fail, a lot of crashes. So, uh, Audio Slaves asking, do you believe in it that shows like ancient aliens promote positive theories and perceptions or just entertainment value? Uh, they mm. said things like that. Okay, so. I don't have cable. I haven't had cable in well over a decade, so I, I haven't seen ancient ancient aliens, but I've definitely I, I heard of it. Watching a lot. Did you? I think, okay. in the, I think in the beginning it had good motives. I think it's a lot more entertainment value now. Um, you can get some stuff out of it, in my opinion, but I, I think it is exasperated a lot, personally. Well, how about this as a theory then? I, I feel like anything that gets the idea out there and gets somebody's mind rolling to the possibilities is a positive thing. Absolutely. Would you say that? Yeah. Yeah, I would agree with that. I mean, it's a great show. I still watch it. I was watching it today, actually, in preparation for the show. But Oh, cool. Was well, it on uh, any of the... History Channel. Okay. Yeah, I don't have cable, but I... Uh, maybe it's on Netflix or something like that. I could look at it, but... 
Oh, somebody's chiming in here. The deplorable NYC prepper. Good to see you here tonight. That triangle craft is called the TR-3B. So it is a military aircraft. I thought I had read somewhere that a lot of those triangular sightings had been de uh, declassified as a as a as a very top secret military aircraft that they're still perfecting. <laughs> and semi-professional hillbillies chiming in. If the military had an aircraft that could perform the maneuvers the craft would do, it it would kill the pilot. Yeah, and again, some yeah, of the videos absolutely. I've seen where it's like comes in at Mach 3, comes to a dead stop, and then shoots uh, straight up 25,000 feet. And, you know, that's not humanly possible. And even if it was controlled by, uh, you know, remote, like a, a drone, I doubt it. I doubt we have an aircraft that can do that. I just don't think we have that capability. Unless no. it's stolen. could be stolen from alien craft, you know. We could be working on stuff like that. There's those theories as well. Some people, I, I've heard some people say it could be a projection. So you think it's not actually a craft that's there? It's just a no, just a thought. Just a thought. I've heard I've heard people uh, say that or just propose that. Interesting. You know, it's an interesting thought. Yeah. 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 Just be some kind of projection, some kind of three D projection from somewhere. That you know. I don't I, know. Just a thought. Because you know that that you can make move as fast as you want. Because you know you move a camera from the ground and man you just move it a little bit and you know it would appear to move very quickly. Huh. So, I mean, there's a lot of fantasy stories about holographic war. You know, they're shooting at the wrong thing. I mean, why not? That could be a very good project that they could be testing. That actually makes a lot of sense. Yeah, yeah. yeah. It actually yeah. It makes the ship up there. Makes me think back to World War II. We had the entire fake army on the uh, beachhead of of England waiting to mm -hmm. invade, and it was actually just inflatable tanks. And and so whenever yeah. the German recon would fly overhead, they'd see, oh, they're still staging. They're not. They're not ready to invade. So that, yeah. I could definitely see that holographic. It put fear of your enemy to say, "Hey, look what we've created! Look what we've got over here! Look what we're doing over here! We'll be flying these over your homeland if you piss us off." So that's, <laughs> that's certainly a possibility. We do yeah, have yes. uh, billions and billions of dollars in black ops money, so you know stuff like that does happen. Yeah. Uh, um, Night Owls chiming in. You should, you should check out Unsolved Mysteries. Now that show, I certainly watched a lot of when I was growing up. Uh, Good show, great show. But they covered a lot of stuff. Some some of it conventional mysteries, and some of it stuff like this. So that was a good show. And again, it probably got people's minds, you know, opened up to the possibilities. And I always think that's a positive thing. Absolutely. Wow. Uh, I don't know if you're seeing this on your end, but deplorable NYC preppers yep, saying, I saw it. "Yeah, it's rumored to have a core that uses nuclear power and mercury that lets it use Earth's own magnetic field to propel itself at incredible speeds." Incredible. If that is even partially true, that's that's cutting edge tech for sure. That's probably three or four generations above anything they're willing to admit that they run. <laughs> well, on, the sur on the surface, that theory would work. I mean, yeah, figure out a way to. I mean, that's how they use uh, roller coasters based off magnetic fields. Now here's an old U.S. jet, probably I'm thinking mid '50s, maybe late '50s from the design, and uh, in the background you see something following it. Something's tailing it. They've got it zoomed in. This is actually a U.S. military photo, uh, probably part of Project Blue Book. And uh, that's an interesting photo there. I don't know if that's come through on your side yet. but Yeah, it just popped up. Yeah, that is an interesting photo. Yeah. So, and that kind of leads, and we're, we're almost to, uh, well, I've got one more photo to show here, and then we'll lead into this next segment uh, based on UFOs, and that is Foo Fighters, which is uh, a lot of stories from World War II about Foo Fighters. And uh, the definition of gremlins kind of also plays into that. But that's kind of interesting stuff here. 
Let me go ahead and close that one out and bring up this last photo. Here's one of those photos you all were talking about earlier with that modern jet fighter. I don't know if F-16, F F-18, whatever it was. But it was able to momentarily get a lock on a very, very fast-moving object. And uh, here wow. it is. And the CIA declassified this and put it out uh, for all to see, which is unusual, wouldn't you say? Yeah, I'm with you. That's very unusual. <laughs> That's not something you see every day. And it could be that that is in, uh, maybe they felt like this was an enemy uh, technology and they wanted to get it out there, but I, I don't know. But that's, what do you think about that one, Keith? Uh, you know, I lost the picture for a second. Let me see if I can get it back. All right. It's essentially just a, a UFO locked on target. Yeah. Ready to be shot down. The story behind it is, and there's some video footage of it, is the, the pilots are talking about tracking this object and, and their ship, I mean, they're at top speed and they're having a hard time keeping up with it. Their, their radar will not lock. Their guidance systems will not lock. And for a second or two, several times while this is going on, it does get a lock and they kind of comment that they kind of proud of themselves for getting that lock. But whatever it is, is moving at tremendous speed right on the deck. It's right on the waterline and they're at a much higher altitude. It was a very interesting video. I think it plays on for a minute or two. The CIA uh, did declassify that. So, Like you said, I'm surprised they just didn't push the button. Yeah, you know? Well, I mean, and it could be... I know there's a lot of, you know, you're clear to fire rules of engagement, so it, it could very well be that uh, the pilots might have wanted to take the shot, but what if it turns out it was a secret U.S. military aircraft they didn't blow it out of the sky? <laughs> might, <Oops. laughs> might, might get fired. Or worse, yeah. <laughs> oh, man. So uh, that's it for that. So let's move along to, let me go ahead and click off on that, and I will bring us to Foo Fighters, which I didn't think we would even cover tonight. But there's just uh, one or two of these very old photographs, and here's one right here. And so this is a formation of, looks like, what, P-38s, if my memory serves me correctly? No, in the P-38, a can opener? My God. Apologies. <laughs> Close enough. Sorry, Close yeah. enough. <laughs> <laughs> well, these things were kind of can openers. They certainly split open Japanese planes pretty well. Anyway, uh, off to the left and off to the right, you'll see those two lights, and those were Foo Fighters, they called them. So these things, uh, and Keith, you can chime anytime you want on this. I'm sure your memory on this is probably somewhere around mine. It's, it, these things were there, <laughs> and uh, they I'm were... I'm looking at a twirling circle here. <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. Well, anyway, these are beautiful pictures. Foo Fighters were a, a big phenomenon in World War II. A lot of pilots on both sides, on all sides of the war, uh, made documentation that while they were in formation or while they were in the middle of a battle or before a battle or even after a battle, that these lights, these orbs, would follow them and uh, fly alongside of them, fly with them. They were never able to shoot any of these things down. As you can see from the picture, these are quite small objects. They were usually the size of maybe a metallic basketball from the photos that I've seen, but lots and lots and lots of stories about Foo Fighters in World War II. There's several books that have been written on it. So I, I do urge all of you out there, if you've never heard of Foo Fighters, to take a look at that. It's pretty incredible. Uh, we've got some more comments here. Jason, you want to read through any of those comments? My Yeah, I'm sitting there looking. Um, I'm sure you probably need some water over there. Mm -hmm. uh, I, Frogman430, I was laughing at this earlier. He said, Will Smith can fly it. Will Smith can fly anything, of course. <laughs> um, the whole time we've been talking about this, that movie has popped in my head a few times. Uh, deployable NYC Prepper said there's tons of stuff on YouTube about that. And there is. I was on it today. It's amazing the amount of stuff they have on YouTube that you can do research and just look at it. It's great. Um, Jason Kane saying, Eric, 
short version, uncle and aunt were driving through Arizona, saw something in the sky. There was a loud bang. They lost four hours of time. Wow. 16 other cars experienced it, plus Winnebago on family vacation. Jason, you really need to call in and tell yeah, us. Yeah, seriously, that. Jason. Come on, man. Make you know that the, the old story they tell you, you go under a uh, street light and it goes out. That's supposed to mean that you were just abducted. So I'm, I'm very curious to hear about the time loss. That's something uh, yeah. that's very interesting. That's great. And Beluga Studios is saying if the CIA is declassifying pictures like this, they can't imagine what they're hiding from us. <laughs> My thoughts exactly. They're, yeah. They're letting out a little bit so that they can cover something else big. They're just scratching the surface. So, uh, yeah, that is it does make you wonder what's coming or what, what they know and what they're hiding with. Yeah, there's something out there for sure. Um, uh, Mayhem RV says, popped in late. Will this stream be uploaded for later viewing? Sure will. And you are also free to download it and rebroadcast it anywhere you see fit. So remember, this is free to air. You can you can put this on pirate radio. You can broadcast it, stream it. You can do whatever you want with it. You can even re-upload it to your own channel. Jamaican dog, such a good see, my friend. Chinese technology, the Kung Fu fighters. <laughs> <laughs> Jamaican dog had another one of your cigars uh, this evening before the show and uh, really liked it. Going to be uploading that video of the first review here next Wednesday. So get get ready for that. I do appreciate it, man. So uh, cool. let me show one more picture of the Foo Fighter and we'll move on to another subject. And there is a very poor photo, but there it is. Again, you're looking at this plane here. That's off an aircraft carrier, it appears, and those those two items there are Foo Fighters. Now, a nice side effect of Foo Fighters is, I'm sure everyone has heard the phrase gremlins, mm -hmm. and uh, gremlins are also kind of thought to be related to Foo Fighters in the sense that a lot of people would have these mysterious mechanical problems during flights, especially the bombers, and they blamed it on gremlins, which were these little creatures that get in the works of the machinery and cause problems, but... Maybe what we're looking at is an electrical issue caused by these Foo Fighters. So, an interesting thought. I can't help but wonder. I mean, it's, has that been going on ever since the war? Could it have just been a, a weapon that they come up with? No, I don't think it's a weapon. There's never been anything declassified. It, 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 they never engaged anything. They never fought with anything. They just flew along like they were observers. Which kind of brings you back to that whole idea of the time-traveling aliens, you know, that, that are actually us in the future. And this was just a way to witness history at one of its, you know... Zenith. I mean, World well, War that's Two. That's what I was about to say. I just wonder if they're being scanned somehow. You know, if mm -hmm. you know, being scanned from a distance, and that's the result. Yeah, you know, uh, maybe of some kind of field. You know. I think it's a very plausible reality because they never engaged. They never got involved, and they were never able to shoot any of these things down. So they were they were literally observers, whatever they were. Hmm. But they were very active. This wasn't just one or two sightings. This was something that was very consistent on all sides during the war. And I, I again, I urge you all to uh, to look this stuff up afterwards because if you've never heard of Foo Fighters or never done any research on it, it's definitely a good read. Lots of photos, a lot of them old like this, but a lot of military photos and a lot of military documentation which leads credibility to the to the whole thing. Well, that is it for that. That <laughs> should make a dog saying he had one of those cigars while grilling a steak, man. Steak would be nice too. I, I kind of... That would be good right yeah. back. <laughs> yeah. So uh, that leads us UFOs. Aliens are up next. We got a bunch of weird alien pictures here too. And then it'll be on to our main subject. We're almost an hour into this thing. Can't believe it. it's time just flying by here. 28 of you on board. I really appreciate that. And remember, if you'd like to join the conversation, go ahead and give us a call. It's live via Skype at the Midnight Cafe. And I'd uh, love to have you on and join it. Love to chat and hear your stories. 
Uh, oh, Waverly's here. It was a Twilight. Hey, Waverly. Yeah. With the Gremlin Queen. Yeah, Shatner, man. There's something on the wing. <laughs> I remember that very much. Uh, semi-professional Hillbilly's asking if any of those Foo Fighters were seen during nuclear bomb tests. Yes and no. There was definitely some interaction, it appears, with, uh, you know, out of out of earth type objects during nuclear bomb tests. Yes. And again, uh, I'm not an expert on it, but I do find that it's quite interesting. It's, it's very interesting. Yeah. Uh, okay. So let me go ahead and click on one of the first aliens. While you're doing that, Audio Slave just said the upper atmosphere phenomena that has only been recently scientifically explained called the transient luminous events. I've actually never, I've not heard about that. Ah. Sprites, elves, and blue jests. Creepy as seen in real time. Very interesting. I had not heard that. I might have to look at that. I might yeah. Look up. Do a little research on that one. I'll not take that down. Uh, you know what? Uh, what do you think, Jason? Do you want to go? I think f- it's a picture of you, buddy. I'm sorry. I'm not kidding. Oh, man. That's rough, dude. That's rough. <laughs> that's me without the beard. Is that it? Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm sorry. What were you going to say? Uh, I was just wondering. It's uh, We're an hour in, uh, just about. Do you want to stop here and uh, maybe take a little break and come back after a yeah. song? All right. Might be good. Let's play a song and we can get on rolling with the main topic. Okay. Well, before I go, let me go ahead and click off on that. And uh, let me go ahead and click over here and get my mug out of here. Oh, man, are we getting a call? I don't know, are we? I don't know. <laughs> I just don't do, know. Do, do we lose Keith? I guess we do. Oh, maybe no, that. I'm still here. Is it? Okay. Oh. I don't know what happened there. I'm hanging. Okay. There we go. I'm out of the picture. I want to take a moment and thank a listener and a fan, Mrs. Shea. She has done a whole bunch of bumper uh, work for us, and uh, we didn't have time to really integrate it into the show tonight, but I will uh, play one little piece of her coming in and coming out, and uh, you'll be hearing more of her voice, and perhaps maybe someday she'll feel the uh, deep, deep desire to come on the show and and spend (laughs) spend some time here at the Midnight Cafe. Everyone's welcome at the Midnight Cafe. We're all friends here. But uh, let's see, what are we going to play here? Uh, How about Strangers, man? That's your song. You like that one? Sure. All right. Well, guys, we'll be back in about, oh, I don't know, a couple, maybe two minutes or so, all right? So uh, here we go. Take care. We'll be right back after a song or two here at the Midnight Cafe. once again to take a journey. So turn on the lights, pull your chair up, get a little closer to the computer.
Welcome back. The lines are open. Call us here at the Midnight Cafe. And we're back. That was a short break, I gotta say. Hardly had time to get up and take care of business, if you know what I mean. (laughs) (laughs) Sometimes short is good. That's right, that's right. Okay, well... I thought we were starting over again there for a second. Ah, yeah, you know, you get what you pay for, and right here, you're not paying for anything, so. (laughs) There's a lot of buttons here at Command Central. I think you shared a picture of what was going on over on Facebook a couple weeks ago, and holy cow, I can't believe that any of this even works, to be honest with you, but especially. better every week. Yeah, I mean, I'm an old man here. This is, this is, this is high tech, dude. I'm just an old farmer here. Oh man! Oh, look at this. Waverly's saying he likes the uh, shirt a lot, or he thinks that our, our little background here could make for a great shirt. I like that idea, my friend. I, I like, like that, that idea that. too. I actually, I think I was actually okay. Here's a. I'm gonna take a way off the sidetrack here, but speaking of that, man, so I'd like to get another van. You know, I uploaded a video on Farpoint Farms here a while ago about uh, my old camper van, and I want to get another van. And I was thinking, if I had any artistic talent whatsoever, that I would love to do some graphics for the midnight cafe. You know how they used to do in the seventies where they'd like airbrush on like pictures of like, you know, Conan, the barbarian or whatever oh, on the that side. Would be sweet, yeah. Wouldn't that be cool? I think that would really be neat. That would be man. awesome. So, uh, yeah, I'm down with that. So good job. I like that idea. Thank you, man. Thank you, Waverly. All right. Let's see. Steve Dyer must be a far point farm porta potty nearby. Pretty much. Audio slave. Uh, thanks for the advice last week on the ferret beads coax cable I attached to, and it brought my SWR down to one point. Well, look at that, man. Good. I'm glad I could help you out. Always, always a fan of radio stuff. You know, we obviously this show is more aimed towards the paranormal or you know just weird stuff in general. But I am always a radio man at heart, and anybody that wants to come on board and listen, I'd be happy to help you out with your radio issues along the way. Uh, all right, let's see here. Uh, where were we? Oh yeah, we were locked. Getting ready to talk about aliens, and then it'll be on to crop circles, and then it'll be on to the end of the show, I think, right? That's right. Again, you know, Keith is the only one brave enough to have called in so far. Let's let's see if anybody wants to join the conversation. That's kind of what makes this show fun for us, and that is uh, via Skype. If you don't have Skype, it's a cheap and easy download for your cell phone. And again, we don't have to see your face if you don't want to have it on here. But uh, it's live, the Midnight Cafe or the Midnight Cafe at Hotmail.com. You can reach me via the email address. I hope somebody will chime in here shortly. But This uh, picture I have up on the screen here, we, we went kind of into break with, is a picture of uh, off a of video, a still frame off a of video. Again, we go back to Art saying, I don't know how many times I'm going to quote this tonight, you either have a picture that is too perfect or a picture that's not perfect at all. This comes from a video clip that most people seem to indicate is a fake uh, I'm not going to make a comment on that. I'm, I'm going off the idea that all these pictures are somewhat real or, uh, or they're really good fakes, but, uh, uh, I mean, it looks pretty good to me. I mean, I don't know. You, I don't know. It's you the, kind of see, it looks like a little bit of, could have been drawn a little bit, but well, it's actually a video and the video is of an alien talking to an interrogator and he's in a little outfit and, uh, it's quite a, a weird video, but again, it's, here we go with the little green men. So we're going to go through a bunch of pictures. You're going to see a lot of commonality as far as these things go. And that always surprises me at, at how, again, across, and we just kind of started the show talking about this, that across the world, all these sightings seem to have stuff that's, uh, you know, very similar. And we'll look at this. this. is a security cam footage where a person felt like they had been abducted repeatedly. And they got this. 
part of a short clip that is also on YouTube somewhere. That's a uh, weird one. Not what I would imagine a, a, an alien doing, though, picking somebody up and dragging them off. You'd think they would use transporters and more Star Trek-type stuff. but That's usually what you hear about. You don't hear about being manhandled by an alien. Yeah. Very strange. So, again, could be a fake, but very interesting. Very could well. have just been someone's fun time afterwards they didn't want to explain. <laughs> yeah, right. It was, it was dress-up night at house, I guess. I don't That's know. That's right. It's really weird, man. <laughs> Whatever floats your boat, I guess. <laughs> Well, I'll tell you what. <laughs> oh, cat lover chiming in. Good to see you, man. Good to see you. Need to hit the bell to see you were live. Oh, man. Okay. I'm sorry to hear that. So everyone out there listening, apparently uh, you not only have to subscribe to the page, but you have to hit the bell in order to get the uh, little the little ding that says, hey, uh, the Midnight Cafe is live on the air. So that's something for future reference. Jen after next tactics. Good to see you on board tonight. My friend uh, says I've been stationed at Holloman Air Force Base in New Mexico for around six years now. And I can say that there is some secret squirrel stuff going on out in the desert. <laughs> That's not to say that it's alien, but it, yeah. But it's something that's going on. <sighs> yeah. yeah. A lot going on, man. A lot going on out there. So that's really cool. That's, that's kind of like front lines right there. So uh, could be secret aircraft or some radar testing equipment. Could be a lot of things. And that's, that's where the I wonder comes into play, right? Mm-hmm. All right, let's go on to this photo here. This is an oldie, and again, is it fake? Is it real? This, I think, also comes on uh, uh, a short video clip, but I'm not positive, where they were again interrogating an alien that they had, uh, you know, kidnapped or I don't know what. Maybe it was part of a crash. Who knows? But again, we we have that same thing—a skinny little body with uh, you know the big big blacked out eyes. That little that same shape. And, and I'd love for someone to call in and comment on this, but to me, that one does look fake. I'm I'm going to have to say that that one does not look uh, very authentic at all. It looks very plastic. Okay. Yeah. Definitely could be. I'll roll through that one onto this. And this is just a you know, an artist's rendition, but again, here we go with that. If you look at pictures all over the world of people drawing what aliens look like to the people who've been abducted, we come up with something very similar to this. And that could be a future relative of a human. I had another thought on that. You are talking about time travel. I had a thought on this. What if we end up, because technologically we become more and more advanced, already we're messing with genetics and and modifying uh, genes and modifying animals, uh, which is uh, really weird. Oh, my gosh. Guys, I'm going to put you on hold for a second. I've got a call. Oh. Oh. Are you there? Mr. Baxley, can you hear us? Oh, yeah. I got Excellent. Jason, are you yeah. back in it? Yeah, I'm here. Who's on live with us? Mr. Baxley. Oh, or he was. Baxley. Did he die? No. Oh, there you are. Good. You're here. Good. Okay. So, uh, yeah, we're just going through these pictures, but what's your opinion on all this? Well, looks like those goobers need a 45 caliber lobotomy. <laughs> <laughs> Entirely possible. If they are hostile, certainly would be a good way to take care of the problem. But apparently a lot of them, I don't know, you know, when you hear about these abduction stories, apparently they have some ability to uh, render us or incapacitate us. I don't know how they're doing that, but... Well, Eric, this is my opinion on it. If you read the ancient texts, if you look how um, Peter was rescued by an angel uh-huh. in prison, 
these things kind of exhibit the same abilities. That's very true. Time, space, they, they can manipulate time, space, and matter. I mean, the angel walked through a wall to get to him. Locked prison doors just opened. Still locked. Didn't see him lock them. They just opened. The chains fell from the, I mean, people float through walls when they're abducted. It's the same kind of manipulation of time, space, and matter. So I kind of think there may be a correlation of the same. That's very interesting. No, that's that's very interesting. I never really put it in that perspective, but you're right. Whoever they are, they're masters of of dimensions that we are not able to even come close to mastering. So, yeah, these creatures no, could no. have been among us yeah, from the very well, start. You know, the thing is, people, you know, if you in the abductions, people are switched off. Yeah, they're switched off. They can't resist. They can't do anything. Same way as the guards at the prison. They were switched off, and they walked right out the front door because <laughs> guards were switched off. Yeah. You know? It's definitely a very interesting take on it. It, it is. What's your opinion, then, on, on also with the idea that, you know, a lot of these people who are abducted don't really recollect that they were abducted. These memories come back to them sometime later. So, obviously, these creatures are able to manipulate minds as far as not only they shut the body off so you, hey I can't move and I'm you know I'm paralyzed and unable to speak but and I hate to use this as a, an example but you know we look at uh, what's the movie with Will Smith there men in black where they you know they're able to pretty much erase a memory uh, on cue so these animals or creatures or whatever these things are spirits uh, whatever they are they're obviously able to manipulate our minds in other ways as well as our environment around us. So they're extraordinarily advanced, whatever they are. They're way more advanced. And that doesn't seem that far-fetched because we're doing that stuff now as humans. If you look at, if you look at the biblical text, the whole thing is whether it's a fallen angel or whether it's a regular angel, it was still an angel. It still had the same ability, Mm -hmm. whether it fell or not, it still had the same power. That's a very good point. I've got a couple comments coming in here. Um, a PC, an undocumented space person. I can't say alien. And you know what? It would not surprise me if this doesn't get a community strike because we're saying the word illegal or alien. <laughs> <laughs> Censorship is just disgusting at this uh, point in time, and it's going to get worse, but we'll continue on there. Cat Lover says, I've never discounted aliens but never seen any, but I don't want to. Thanks. Yeah. Uh, someday maybe I'll share a story about uh, maybe a possible alien sighting that I had when I was younger, but not tonight. We'll keep you hanging on that one. And uh, Zach saying he remembers the alien autopsy video from the 90s. Yeah, that was actually really a cool video. And, of course, I think they've come out and tried was, to de- yeah. debunk that. I don't know if it's true or not, but I remember being quite impressed with the uh, quality of that. If it was real, it was pretty pretty impressive. Audio Slave saying, uh, in, in his opinion, the major problem we humans would have with regards to aliens would be communication. Unlike a sci-fi movie, math is not a universal language. True, uh, math would be, to an alien species that exists on a different plane, would be so primitive and useless that it probably doesn't serve any purpose to them. And, yeah, we and as somebody else had chimed in, we don't... Uh, yeah, audio slave saying we don't even we can't communicate with most other species on this planet. 
And uh, it's true. You know, you look That's at correct. Yeah. You look at the way birds when they're flying in the sky. They they use obviously a, a sixth sense to navigate. They change course direction. At, and fish do the same thing in schools. And you know, cats and dogs are uh, privy to they understand that an earthquake is coming before it happens or that a storm is coming. And we humans we're not in tune with that stuff. So here we are expecting to. We can't talk to creatures or even be in tune with the creatures that live on our planet. And we expect to someday be able to discuss. <laughs> you know, physics with aliens. That is probably a pretty long shot, I'd say. Uh, Night Owl was saying the picture before that was probably a fake. Let's see. I can't remember which one that was now. That one there. Yeah, Jason was agreeing with that. He thought that was pretty much not not good here. Uh, Cat Lover saying, I will chime in here. We don't always remember things that are bad. My memory isn't great, so I forget a lot. It's true. I, uh, Very true. I, I forget more than I remember. But... Uh, if we're forgetting it because it was a bad thing, if we're blocking it out ourselves, that must be a really bad thing that happens. And I, I'm not sure about that, but that's, it would have to be a hell of a traumatic event if we're pushing it out of our own memories. But I'm not sure how that would work out. Uh, Waverly's chiming in. Dreaming is an altered state, and we often don't recall our dreams, perhaps simply having the ability to place others in a similar state of mind. That is fascinating. That's a very good point, yes. Huh. Huh. And see, I can't help. He's talking about what he's the, the caller is talking about what he's talking about. But this kind of ties into what and I'm sorry, I forget who said this, but aliens being demons. Yeah. I mean, who's to say that, you know, he's relating the angels to aliens, but maybe it's vice versa. Yeah. The aliens versus the fallen angels. What difference did it make? They're they're both aliens. Very. Yeah. True. yeah. But they could be, de you know, he was talking about demons and angels as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> My take, it's just my opinion, but these grades, let's just call them the grades. Uh -huh. My opinion is that this is basically just a created biological suit. They may not actually be, if you look at the ancient texts, I mean, it explains a whole lot most people just don't think about. You know, the, when you get back to the Nephilim, they couldn't survive without a, a live body. That's where possessions came from. Well, what's the best thing to do? Give them a live body. Create a biological suit for them. Give them something mm -hmm. to fly, and there you go. Very interesting idea. Very interesting. Very much so, yeah. The Nephilim, yeah, the fallen ones. The, I mean, this boy, this rabbit hole goes deep, doesn't it, tonight? This is, you know, it's... It, so are, are you are you suggesting that the what they're seeing they are aliens, or are you leaning more towards the supernatural fact of demons and angels that this is just a body for them to be on here and we're calling them aliens? You know, it's just a hypothesis. It's you know you you, you try. Well, that's, that's what we're here for. Yeah. Yeah. It's this is going back since time began. So you look at the ancient texts and you try to get some understanding of what's been written before. They knew something, so you know. Since we don't know much, it's you kind of go at that and try to figure out what it is. It could be. I mean, you know, just from the ancient text. Whenever, let's say the, the demons that possess the one guy, Jesus is going to cast them out. They didn't want to get cast out. They were like, well, well, let's go into let's go into the swine. Yeah. Let, let's do the yeah. thing, but get cast out. They need a body to remain in this dimension. And that's just where that comes from. 
Very interesting. Very interesting. Yeah, very much so. Well, we've got a bunch of comments pouring in here. Uh, Stephen Dyer saying, dreams can be strange. Occasionally I dream that I'm flying low and fast over water. Stephen, we're going to cover that in another night, but that may be what we call an out-of-body experience. Uh, or a lucid dream. Yeah, So, and that's an incredible... There's a lot of research that's been done on that, and there apparently are people who are able to walk out of their uh, you know, physical self and travel. And so and we'll definitely do a show on that because I've had that experience. I'm a very lucid I, and vivid dreamer. Yeah, I'm very jealous. I'd love to hear about that. We'll definitely make that a show prep for another week. So, Cat Lovers chiming in. Uh, oh, our Night Owl saying she agrees about the dreams, and Cat Lovers saying yes, it's a bad thing, so we push it out. So I don't discount aliens. So very interesting. It could be a mixture of, of of them controlling us and us wanting to get rid of those things because what we face is so horrific that uh, we just we just can't accept what it is. Um, Jason Kane saying he's rolling on the floor laughing. Some are not even in tune when the wife is about to go off on you and rip you a new one when you forgot something. Yeah, buddy boy, you ain't lying. Cat Lover said God created us so he could have created others. Uh, yeah, I, I agree with that. So and I have a yeah, go ahead, man. I was, I'm just saying that's the whole theory behind this, and I love everyone say that as big as our universe is to think that we're the only ones out there is. You know, it just doesn't make sense. Yeah, so I, I, I agree with that, Cat Lover. I've got a friend at work who's who's uh, deeply religious, and uh, we love to have philosophical talks. And uh, you know, I'm I, I am I'm religious, but I, I have a, a more open mind than him, let's say. And and uh, so when I say, well, you know, can't you believe that God would have made this earth and all the creatures on it, and then decided, you know what, this worked out so well, I'm going to make a couple hundred million more of these. And uh, and he's just, you know, he he does not want to. Uh, to admit or to 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 think that that's there because the way he interprets scripture, he says no. <laughs> so there's definitely people who fall on both sides of the fence of that. But I don't see any reason why uh, the Almighty wouldn't would stop at one planet. Why not keep going? You know, perfection doesn't have to stop at this perfection. There's nothing in the scripture that says he did. Yeah. yeah right. right. Yeah. So uh, that that's that's where I fall into this because a lot of people and a lot of discussions we have here on this show. Uh, may hurt uh, the feelings of people who are maybe a little too rigid with scripture and, and religion in general, but it really shouldn't. Uh, I'm not trying to open your eyes to, to do anything that would be counter to that. I just want you to feel like that uh, there's ways that it all fits in, really. I think it does. Exactly. I have to agree with that, Eric, because I mean, this is just discussion. We're not trying to push an opinion. We're not saying one's right and one's wrong. We just want to hear everybody's thoughts. I mean, that's what this is about. Yeah, definitely. Uh, yeah, you have to have a lot of information to make a informed decision on anything. Yeah, no matter what the information yep. comes from. Yeah. Exactly. Now, Cat Lover's talking about uh, she believes in God, and that's why she doesn't use the Ouija board. And I, I discussed on a previous show my encounter with a Ouija board, and and I definitely think that's bad news. So don't play with that, is for sure. Absolutely. Um, anyway, back to the picture here. This is an interesting photograph. This is a night shot uh, picture. It looks like somebody was maybe ghost hunting. But instead of ghost hunting, they caught something else, which is quite an interesting couple of photos <laughs> here. So if we're going to say these are fakes, um, I'd like to know how they did this one. Because these are very scrawny, skinny little beings walking around, obviously. And again, this came off of a video. So that you know, in the actual video, these things are moving around. So I'm impressed with that. I, God, I hate to think of what they were doing in a cemetery. But, uh, you know, it could be research. Could be. See, I can get on board with this one being real. I mean, it doesn't look fake. Yeah, it's not it's not perfect enough to be fake, you know. It's very interesting. So, uh, let me go ahead and close I that one. It was a cloud of dust when whoever took the picture 
getting the hell out of there. <laughs> yeah. yeah, right. You know what? I'm not looking for ghosts anymore. I'm out of here. So uh, <laughs> <laughs> this is an interesting photo. I have no idea where this one came from, but it appears to be a burnt corpse of an alien. Again, we got that same shape, uh, very similar in all these photographs, that same shape, that same body style. So uh, perhaps these fallen ones created themselves a body that they felt was good enough for them, maybe to hold all their, their mental capacity. They got that big old brain yeah. there. But, uh, this one looks like it didn't didn't quite make it on the landing. Didn't stick the landing, so that one's gone. But back like you said, it could be if we're talking time travelers, it could be reverse uh, evolution where they've had to adapt. Yeah, or forced evolution. Uh, we got some more comments coming in here. Uh, uh, Night Owl saying she's had lucid dreaming. Night Owl, when we have that show, I would love for you to call in. I know it seems we've had a few. Look, we got a guy here. And uh, are you scared? Are you having a hard time? Are we giving you a hard time? I'm going to take that as a no. We're not giving anybody a hard time when they call in. This is for fun. So if you get nervous, don't be nervous. This is this is good stuff. We're just here to have a good time. So I would love to have you call in when we do that lucid. Uh, Absolutely. That would be awesome. Uh, and then uh, Audio Slave is saying, cannot help but sympathize for the many Air Force pilots that have been ostracized and ridiculed for daring to report what they've seen. And that is true. We did talk about that a little early on. Very much. It's just such a... A shame that there's this stigma to saying what you saw. You know what? It's okay to say what you saw and be wrong, but you should be able to say what you saw without having to, you know, be embarrassed about it. All right, I'm gonna get out of here and let somebody else get on here and call in and uh, enjoy the uh, cigars. And um, <laughs> I'll see you if I don't talk to you again next Saturday night. I appreciate it, my friend. Thank you again for those. Yes, and, thank and, you for calling in, man. We yeah. Jamaica Dog, congratulations on the ham license, too, my friend. Absolutely. Take care. All right. So, uh, uh, well, yeah, we did say, uh, um, wow, she was able to reach a girl named Sophie. So I, I would love to I would love to hear that story, Night Owl. In fact, if you want to call in tonight, we could we could take a little detour here. We There's no, this is not a very, <laughs> this is not a very structured show. <laughs> we're, we're definitely willing to take detours these days, aren't we, my friend? That's right. Yeah, we'll take what we can get. All right, and then uh, Photoshop is so easy to do these days. That that's true, cat lover, and and so you know between uh, you know in the eighties and nineties it was it was you know plastics we could create animations and creations and stuff like uh, the aliens from Aliens. You know those were pretty impressive, and if you didn't know any better, if you were looking from the fifties and saw a video of that, you'd be like, that is one hundred percent an alien, and a nasty one too. So. That is where faith comes in. You know, you want to you wanna believe that uh, you give it everything a grain of, take everything with a grain of salt, but you want to give everything a chance. And that, that's kind of how that's I right. look at it. Some of these do look obviously fake, but I do try to to look at them and think, well, you know what, maybe maybe it's the real deal. So uh, that's what I'm going with there. So, uh, well, In order for people to create fakes, there has to be some out there that are somewhat legit because, you know, people are just looking for attention with fakes. I don't think that every single picture out there is a fake. Yeah, they just can't be. The odds are, you know. So, and that's like the the theory of how many planets in the galaxy are inhabited by uh, sentient or intelligent beings, depending on your definition of that. And uh, you know, even if it's like ultra rare, it's still like hundreds of thousands of planets. If like point zero 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 one percent have uh, intelligent life on it, there's still hundreds and hundreds and hundreds of thousands, if not millions, of planets with life on it. That's it's right. just the odds. So if we're looking at photographs of this stuff and 99.9% and .9 of them are fake, that still means that 0.1% of this is a genuine real deal and we are dealing with a real phenomenon. 
Mm -hmm. uh, Jason, Jason Kane saying he'll call in during the uh, the Lucid Dreaming show, so that's really cool to hear. So I'm really glad y'all are, are kind of digging the subject matter. Now, this is an artist rendition, but again, we look at this artist rendition, and I can't help but just think to myself that here we are again with this this picture that looks sort of very similar to all the ones that everyone always keeps describing, you know? Very interesting. Anyway, I'm going to wrap that up, and we're going to move on to tonight's main topic because it's already 825. I was hoping to spend... Wow. I know. We were going to definitely run into overtime on this one, I think. So, <laughs> <laughs> so uh, the main topic for tonight, and again, uh, please feel free to chime in or call in. Obviously, we did not bite anybody's heads off. So uh, we survived. <laughs> Jason Kane and uh, anybody, Jamaican dog. He wants you to get Geico insurance. Yeah. So, uh, yeah, we're, we're, you know, we're the real deal. But here it is, cough circle time. So this is a phenomenon that I, I'll be honest with you. I have seen some videos on it. I have not followed this very closely. I know there are folks out there who have uh, gone out to recreate these to prove that, hey, look, humans can do this. But in this case here... What we're looking at is uh, some pretty in, uh, incredible artwork, and some of these are, are relatively simple artwork. Other ones are very complex artwork, but they're pretty neat. I'd love to get your opinion on this. I'd love, Jason, for you to chime in on this. I'd love for all of you to, that are listening right now, uh, or those of you who watch this show later on, go ahead and leave comments in the comment section. If you find stuff that you listen to here to be interesting, leave comments so we know what to play for you next week. But, um yeah, I would definitely love to hear everybody's take on it because, uh, you know, I did some watching and some research on this today. And then, as usual, with most of these subjects, there's a ton of different theories. Indeed. And, um, yeah, so I'd love to hear what everybody else's take on. The most interesting one I saw today is that they are saying that electromagnetic waves, uh, a lot of the crop circles that appear, they, um, when they did radio, or when they measured the electromagnetic waves, it actually was in the same symbol as the crop circle was formed. Cool. Hey, Jason, hang on a second. We got a call coming in, so let me go ahead and pick up this one, and I'll put you back on, okay? Okay. Are you there, Bill? Oh, yeah. Hey, hey Eric. Hey. Uh, hey, Jason. Let me go ahead and add him back to the call. If I can do this All properly, right. add that in. Right on. Uh, let's see. Jason, you back? Oh, he's calling him right now. Hold on one second. There we go. Jason and Bill were on the air, and uh, we're talking crop circles. So what uh, what do you think about all this stuff, my man? Um, so here's my opinion. I, I agree. I probably, most of these are, are probably fake. But I'm wondering if this is a, you know, if it is from UFOs or from, you know, aliens. Um, if it's um, like a, a signal, like maybe it's a, advanced mathematical equation that's in that design that, that for, like mathematics that we don't even know about you know yeah i kind of agree with you on that i think these are not so much uh just pictures i think these are messages that we're not able to understand and it may be a calling card saying hey if you figure this out we'll be in orbit for the next week or two and obviously yeah. you're smart enough to send us a message back in our language that so far, Did you see the one where they had a crop circle that had a binary code in it, and they were actually able to trans, they they were able to put it in a computer and got the message from it. I've got a picture of that actually. I don't have, I don't know what the message was, but I do have a picture of that photo of that that crop circle. It was something about the conduit closing. It was it was definitely a doomsday, we're all going to die kind of message, but it was it was there. Jason, let me stop here. I got a. This is the best comment of the night so far. Uh, Cat lover said she stopped 
her deep cleaning of the kitchen for this show. I think <laughs> that's it. I'm retiring. We're going to go out on this. This is the last show we're ever going to do. Success. I got someone so interested, they stopped cleaning. <laughs> Love great, it. Cat lover. That's, thank you for the kind words. Uh, Black Eyed Kids would be an interesting comment. Jamaica Dogs chiming in. Yeah, dude, I'd definitely, I'd, I'd like to do that one. Uh, those are kind of creepy stories, too. That's like a Halloween type stuff. Uh, cat mm-hmm. crop circles keep me thinking that aliens are real. Again, uh, some of these are obviously fake, and I think uh, we can all agree that some of them probably are, and probably the majority of the way things work these days. But again, we go back to that slim possibility that some of them aren't, and we get into some pretty crazy theories. Um, dip- well, from what I was seeing today, and I don't know if the caller can comment on this, there's actually a way you can tell between the fake and the real ones. Oh, is there? They say it was the way the bend. Yeah, they say that the ones that are faked, the, the stems are broken most of the time. But the ones that are real, the stems are bent, and they only bend because of heat. There's a lot of heat involved when they're made. Very interesting. Okay. Uh, this yeah, one. I wonder if there's a way, or if anybody's ever tried to measure, like, you know, if there's a, a chemical. Um, chemical, residue. radioactive, magnetic. Yeah, yeah. radioactive. Yeah. Yeah. I wonder if that's, like, yeah, that'd be interesting to find that out. Well, they were able to measure, like one thing I saw earlier, they were measuring the electromagnetic waves around it, and it was very active um, when the crop circle was formed. Huh. Uh, this picture I've got up here, I don't know if it's popped up on your side yet, but this one reminds me of the Nazca lines down in, is it Peru? or? Yeah, Peru. Yeah. yeah I went there. Yeah, that's right. You were telling us last time. You, you've, gotten, yeah. you've gotten to go to some really, really cool places. I'm very jealous. Yeah, basically. <laughs> yeah, me too. Yeah, it's a little scary, though, because they take you out in these little ultralight planes. Like a go kart. Oh wow! <laughs> but yeah, they are interesting. Uh, but yeah, that that looks very similar to what you would see in Nazca. Huh. Uh, yeah. Well, okay. Let's see here. Uh, got some more comments here. Deplorable NYC prepper. I've read that they are trying to communicate with us with crop circles by using geometrical codes and shapes, and that's kind of like we were just talking about. They're sending us a message that we can't decipher, and so it's obviously not worth communicating with us no more than it'd be you know how much time do we want to spend trying to talk to a fish before we realize that it's not getting us anywhere you know? <laughs> so that that could very well be true uh jason kane saying uh the indigo children okay and they're just kind of having a back-to-back here but yeah <laughs> cat lover saying had nightmares when coast to coast had the black-eyed kids on it yeah that it's kind of a it's weird yeah don't let them in a lot of a lot of back and forth here i'm just going to kind of read through these real quick i hate letting People who are uh, taking the time to chime in get passed over here. Okay, Audio Slave has one uh, kind of related to this. Back in 91, scientists discovered radioactive isotopes at some of these sites, and these isotopes oh, yeah. were not known to be produced in nature. Huh. Wow, that's interesting. So there is some, again, you know, if we're looking at fakes, there's a couple out there that apparently are not. Here's a very complex one and a very large one. If you look at the, the size of those fields and the tracks of the uh, vehicles, an interesting design. I don't know any idea what it means, but it could be a, an element that they're trying to tell us about. Your thoughts on that? Uh-huh. Or it could be a, a different uh, solar system where those are planets orbiting around a sun. Yeah. That's a very good thought. Yeah. Okay. Actually, this is a miracle. We have another call. So I'm going to try to add this person in. This is uh, Maggie Lou 24. So guys, I think it's going to either hang up on you or uh, put you on pause, but just hang in there and we'll go. Okay. You got it. All right. Maggie Lou, are you there? Maggie Lou? 
Uh, poor network connection on their end, I think. I'm going to see if we can pull these people back up. Maggie Lou, are you there? Let's try and... Hello. I'm here. Hey, Maggie Lou, how are you? Are you there? Yeah, I'm here. Okay, great. Well, we're waiting for the other ones to chime back in, but what's your take on all this? Well, I was calling in. You wanted me to uh, mention about the time with the Ouija board. Oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, it only happened that once, and she had mentioned about when my friend's brother had died, and I was, wow. <laughs> oh, man. That's um, a little freaky. Yeah, it, it was. And because, you know, I asked her just some few things. And she even spelled out his name, and I'm like, I think I quit after that. <laughs> Gotta be done. <laughs> yeah. Ouija boards are definitely a porthole to somewhere that I don't really want to be. Yeah, or even look at the road for. No, I, I, I gave it to my friend that was living with me at the time. I said, here, it's yours. Yeah, take it and keep it and get rid of it. That's... I was about to burn it. <laughs> Probably not a bad idea. So what do you think of tonight's show? It's my first time watching a live stream, and I love it. Great. Good, good. Thank you. Well, we're kind of new to the scene. I mean, we've been doing radio for a long time, uh, pirate radio, so we didn't have a whole lot of listeners there either. But <laughs> trying to make the conversion over to video has been an interesting trip. I'm glad you're getting a kick out of it. Uh, we'll go ahead. Yeah, and, I bet it has. Yeah. I'll pull up another picture here, and feel free to chime in anytime you want to. Did we lose Bill? I don't know if he's still... It, it's showing that he's on hold for me. I don't know if you've uh -oh. got him on your end or not. Oh, man. How do I, I wonder fix if that? Can, can you click him back and call him? But Let me see here. As, as soon as I finish watching... Wa I mean, watching. Walking my doggy, uh -huh. I'll be back in to finish. Okay, sounds good. Okay, great. Take care. All right. See you in a few. All right. Thanks for calling. Uh, uh, yeah, no problem. Add people. Oh, Bill. Let's see. Did it, you able to get him? Uh, it says it's calling him. Let me give it a try. Oh, shit. <laughs> <laughs> this is a family-friendly show. <laughs> I'm still, oh, crap. <laughs> Let me see. There. Oh, no. Okay. Who we got here? Bill. I think I've lost about everybody here. Let me try to get everybody back online here. Oh, this is the joy of, uh, I'm going to start, uh, let's see, call him. Everybody back online. There we go. How's that? Yeah, I can hear you. Bill. Let me turn off the, uh, of the volume. <laughs> All right. Sorry about that. I'm, we're, this is definitely a, uh, <laughs> it's definitely an interesting. Yeah, no, no problem at all. I'm going to go ahead and tell Jason, give me a call. I'm going to add you to the phone that way because I, I can't figure out how to add him back. But you're back online, and we're just still going through pictures. And right. uh, got this one here. This is another very interesting one. This looks, again, like, you know, I don't know. If it's, Hello? there you are. Oh, there we go. Okay, everyone. Yeah, I was, it, it flipped over. That was weird. I was still on the line with her. Oh, well, I hope you had a good conversation. <laughs> <laughs> That's very nice. All right, so let me see. I'm going to go scroll back up because we missed a whole bunch and there's some people having a good laugh. Um, 
<laughs> All right. Somebody's saying giant tinker toys. Uh, are these crop circles interconnected at different locations like a grid? That is a good question. I have no idea the answer to that, but I will definitely research you, that. You know what, Jamaica dog, what, what I saw today, they're actually saying 80% of these crop circles happen near Stonehenge. There is a... Um, there's a hinge on the location for all these. Okay, very interesting. Jason Kane saying he watched a very long and massively interesting detailed documentary about crop circles. High levels of radiation in the stalks, and the stalks being perfectly wilted, not crushed or broken, versus the fakes. So apparently mm -hmm. there is, with a little bit of research, some ways to figure out those that appear more real than others. And they're also mathematically perfect. Very interesting. Mm, that's um, interesting. Cat lover saying, right, once a Ouija board is not good. I even feel scared looking up how to spell it on my phone. There you go. Steve Dyer saying, best caller. I would have to agree. That was hilarious. Yes, absolutely. <laughs> and that's what live radio looks like, my friends. <laughs> and uh, all right. There are things in our own solar system that we do not know about. Could be locals. Yeah, could be that, uh, you know, what is it, Titan? There's Io. Couple of moons uh, out there that could definitely hold life in them, and so these these creatures or whatever it is that's sending these signals could be coming from right nearby. Uh, Mayhem RV says has to run, but watch you after the upload. Great man, I'm glad you joined us, and and uh, yeah, again feel about, feel free to uh, to redistribute if you want to. Gosh, we got a lot of messages here. I'm trying to keep up with them. Uh, I mean, that's right next to. Saying we're so cool. I uh, think my wife would disagree with you on that, but thank you very much for that. Mark Woolbright's commenting, the audio is much better this week. Well, we're back in the regular studio setup, trying to trying to do that on the fly. I think it actually worked out pretty well, all things considered. But uh, Audio Slave says, the photo reminds me of the... Oh, man, I can't even pronounce that. The mechanism, just saying. Uh, Jamaica Dog's last comment when we'll get back to this stuff here because we've got Bill on the phone here and we want to get back to it. But by the way, uh, you spoke of lost memory. We can do that with hypnosis, so it shouldn't be hard for them. Again, yeah, I think they're not using maybe hypnosis like we do, but they probably have a technology. Bill, you still there? Oh, yeah. yeah okay, I'm cool. I'm sorry, man. I've been talking, 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 but I want to get you in on some of these. This one's very unique. It almost looks like an animal to me. What's your take on that one when it pops up? Should be up in a yeah, sec. There it goes. I was just looking at that one. Oh, well, that one. That one, uh, yeah. Hmm, yeah, definitely an animal. Yeah. Very some sort. <laughs> yeah, that's. Yeah, yeah, a waterborne creature or perhaps on another planet, an airborne creature in a thicker, denser atmosphere. Right, but... Yeah, it actually reminds me of those things. Remember the, uh, the first Matrix? Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Remember the things chasing the spaceship? That's what it looks like to me. Yeah. That is, that's very interesting. That's very, I agree with that. All right, well, let's move on. Let's see what else we got here. This one here, this one looks like it may be more conventional, maybe something that's man-made. It, it looks like a design. Uh, I see a little bit of Mayans in the in the outline there, and the star just seems very mm, earth-made. Earth I don't know. What's your opinion on that one there? Yeah, that one looks, yeah, definitely there's some Mayan elements on that, uh, on the circle part. Yeah. The star, yeah. Very interesting. Yeah, a lot of these, I'm not sure what to make of them. You know, is it, you know, like we were saying, if it's a message or, you know, some sort of hieroglyphics, possibly. Yeah. Um, gosh, yeah, the people chime in on that last one, a lot of jellyfish comments on that. It does kind of look like that. Uh, cat lover saying my wife is as your wife is as cool as me she knows you guys are cool if she was she'd join the conversation but she's hiding in the other room haven't convinced her to become part of this show she used to do the radio shows but she just doesn't want to make the jump to tv i guess you know? <laughs> all right uh somebody says he wants her lifesaver 
All right, let's go on to the next one here. This one is very sophisticated, which alone makes me think that it's probably not done by humans. Uh, should pop up here in a second. There you go. What do you think of that one, my friend? Yeah, that's definitely... Uh... Yeah, I don't know how that could be man-made either. I mean, it's it's a, just huge, yeah. I mean, who would have the time to do that? Anyway? Well, yeah, and that's the I, thing. I, 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 gonna, that, that, you know, that could take weeks, months. Right. You know? And b by the time you're done with one end, it's already grown back, right? That's, yeah, right, exactly. All right, we got it. And you look at the other half and the grain's all grown up again. You're like, man, this is, forget it. I quit. I'm going home. So, right. very interesting. I, I do think that one... Out of uh, a lot of the ones that I saw, that one there intrigued me the, uh, a lot just because of its sheer size. It'd have to be quite a coordinated effort if someone were going to try to knock that out in, in, in hiding, you know. Let's yeah. see. This one is a geographical. Sh or <laughs> this was an interesting shape. I don't know where this is geographically. I know Jason sent me a couple that came directly from outside of Stonehenge. In fact, Stonehenge could be seen in the background. I think this might have been one of them, but this is a... Fairly interesting pattern. Again, for some reason, that pattern looks earth-made. I don't know. What's your thinking on that one? Yeah, it kind of, that one kind of reminds me of those uh, mazes that you go through. Those yeah. garden, uh, yeah, secret garden maze, I think. I swear, the first time I saw it, I thought this looks like a carpet pattern. It just, right. Yeah. You know, it just doesn't doesn't look like it's from another world here. Uh, more more comments coming in here. Uh, one of them said that that last picture looked like a stingray. I guess what it comes down to is we are preppers and we'll prep for everything. Cat lovers chiming in. That's true. Alien invasion is certainly a possibility. I think we'd be all be doomed if it was a hostile race, but let's take it for what it is. Uh, the, they're saying this one here does look like a maze. I agree with that. Uh, Gail Woolbright saying it's not symmetrical. So, I mean, it isn't. It's a little bit off, but again, I just feel like it's a tile work or something you would see in a carpeting pattern. Um, Jason Kane saying, Eric, sorry, bro, but I just want to shout out to a bud, Troy over in Arizona, linked him here for the Art Bell style fun and trying to get him on to, into CB. So he has a wealth of information. Cool, man. Well, I hope, I hope he comes on over Troy and I hope you enjoy the show. And, uh, semi-professional hillbilly saying, if you look at these circles from space, do they make a sentence? We may just be looking at a piece of the message. That also could be a possibility. Something I had thought about when you talk about, the same field getting a crop circle or a crop pattern like this every year, every season that they grow or twice a season. Maybe these creatures live an extensively long time or maybe time moves differently for them. And this is a message that is a message. It's a, a long drawn out message that we're just seeing, you know, bits and pieces of because we're not seeing the whole puzzle. What's your thoughts on that? Could be. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, I, I, most of the pictures, I mean, it looks like they're from drones, possibly, right? Yeah, I think so, yeah. So maybe if it, if it was a still picture from an aircraft or hot air balloon that's a little bit more, has more elevation, then yeah, it would tell a different story. But um, yeah, from what I'm seeing, it looks like the altitude is not that high. Yeah. Um, this is another interesting photo here. This one, again, is just to the sheer size. If you look at the trees in the background there, you can get an idea of the size of this one. I'm not sure what this pattern would indicate, but again, you know, you talking earlier about solar systems. That one kind of does have with the circular objects and the that you may be looking at uh, maybe a picture of a solar system, you know, or maybe right, a yeah. Yeah, planetary system where these are the moons of it. 
it's hard to say for certain, but it certainly is a possibility. Jason, are you still with us? I think I might have lost Jason here. Let me see if maybe I can call him back. Well, it says he's here. Huh. No, I don't know. Jason, if you want to hang up and give us a call back, I'm not hearing your voice, so. Go ahead and keep going here as we go on through. We're running out of time tonight. It's amazing. We had a lot of stuff to cover, apparently. All right. This one here. I don't know. Can you hear me? There you go. Now you're back. What in the world? I don't know what was going on. I've been talking this whole time. Have you really? I'm sorry. <laughs> I was wondering why nobody was responding. Yeah. I didn't hear my jokes were that bad. Just, just decided to ignore you. Yeah. <laughs> and that's what you get with live radio and live television. You know? <laughs> Little technical difficulties we don't even know are going on sometimes. That's right. <laughs> well, what do you think of this one, Jason? I'll get you back in the conversation. <laughs> no, I'm... It's just so hard to tell. I kind of agree with what the person said earlier that they could be messages drawn out over long periods of time and yeah. you know hieroglyphics. You know what's to say? I always go back to the ancient Egyptians because that's where I kind of stemmed at for this. But they had the exact same language that was like this. You know, yeah. To me, it all kind of ties together. It's very possible. Very, very good theory there. I like that idea. All right, let me move on to the next one. This is the one I think you all were talking about that had a binary code in it. Is that correct? It hadn't popped up yet. Oh, there, oh it yep, is. there it is. There you go. So the message was something like, you know, the end is coming. The It said something about the conduit closing. I don't remember the full message, but, I mean, like I said, it was doomsday type stuff. Huh. Huh. That's the binary one? The yeah. circular pattern, I believe, is a binary. It's dots and dashes if you look at it. Yeah, and, that'd be ones and zeros yeah. on and off. Type thing. Yeah. I just feel like, to me, this one is probably the fakest of all. I'd probably agree with you on that. Just give the message. I mean, the, the, well, you know, if it was just the message, I think I'd probably go with it. But the picture of the alien, uh, that that to me just seems like they're not going to do that. They're not interested. In that. Yeah, they're they're not taking selfies. If yeah, if they went so far and they've spent all these years hiding themselves from us, they're not gonna they're not gonna do that. It's artwork. Mm -hmm. Yeah, um, Night Owl saying artwork. Um, yeah, looks like a child's toy. Yeah, so very interesting. Okay, let's see. I think we have just a few more here. This one is very intricate. I don't know what it means, but I would have to say, if I were going to guess, that one does appear to look real to me. Any your thoughts on that, guys? Wow, it looks great. Yeah. It's an amazing... Uh, whatever it is, like if it was done by amateurs or done by people here on Earth, it was there was a lot of time spent in it. Those circles... And uh, the intricate design with all the lines going in every direction. To do that on the ground, when you couldn't really see what was going on from above, that's that It'd be almost impossible. Yeah, that's that's weird. And see, like Bill was, I mean, they do it overnight. Yeah. And you would need a team of people to do this. Mm -hmm. Really? Yeah, I think you're right. Yeah, you'd have to have yeah. a group, and very well coordinated. Because think if you just get one of those off slightly, then the whole pattern kind of falls apart. It would give away if you were faking it, it. Would certainly give away that it that it didn't work out. You know that it was a. Fake. I do have to. I do have to say from the comment from Audio Slave because this. I, I work in the insurance world, and this popped into my head. He said, "Curious. I wonder what farmers get as far as compensation for these events." <laughs> and yeah. I, I've always wondered that. You know. Well, it is crop they damage. Had a bad year that year. Yeah, yeah, I mean that is crop damage. There's no 
the doubt about it. So I'm sure they're kind of probably ticked off about it. And again, that leads you to believe like if it's people sneaking onto their property in the middle of the night, if you had damage like that over and over again in your fields, you probably have some sort of security system or surveillance system that may be able yeah, to catch these something. people. So. Well, and plus you would need some form of heavy equipment to do something like that. So you don't see any tracks no. leading up to them. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, it's really interesting. You, so if you're driving a Caterpillar tractor out there, I mean, you're going to see the tracks. Somebody's leaving a mark. Up to the, yeah. Uh, Troy Morrison saying our own ET com protocols includes drawings and text. Why not theirs? Uh, seems entirely reasonable. Absolutely, yeah. Um, Stephen Dreyer saying the amount of expertise required to uh, produce these if they're hoax is incredible. I agree with that. I think we all can agree with that. Definitely. Cat um, Lover saying she lives in Illinois and knows that corn mazes are made to be are made by computer. So how much of this is computerized? I don't know, but again, how would you... Okay, you could have a computerized picture of it, but you still have to go out there and take care of this yourself So and actually building it, and that's where it gets to the sophisticated part you know, of it. Without, without a template, you'd lose the whole computerization aspect of it. Uh, Miss Woolbright's chiming in. I'm with the person that said once you get to the end of the beginning, it would be overgrown. Yeah, seriously. If you build it, they will come. Hey, thank you for saying they will come, not he will come, because I'm telling you, <laughs> we got fussed out by a random YouTuber over that one. Called us idiots, yeah, Jason. Did. I mean, I know we are, but don't call us that. That's hurtful. <laughs> <laughs> All right, I'll close that one out. Go on to the next one here. This one, this one looks amateur. To me, this one looks amateur. When it pops up, you'll see what I'm talking about here. And there you go. What do y'all think of that? That looks like something I would try to make. Yeah, that looks amateur. Yeah, that's so amateur. There's one that probably some guy got drunk and tried to give it a shot, I guess. Uh, move on to this next I one. I mean, it's still fairly symmetrical. It's not bad, but it does look amateur. Yeah, here's a close-up of that uh, binary code message without the, uh, the skull face in there or whatever, the alien face in it. Uh, just a close-up of that to see. So I will give him credit if it, it, you know, again, we all kind of agree that that one appears to be man-made, even though it was very well done. But uh, I do give him credit because that, that had to be a lot of work figuring out how to pull that off. So, no kidding. And then uh, these last two, Jason pulled these at the last second here, and these are pretty cool photos. These are right at Stonehenge. You'll actually see Stonehenge in the background. If you take a look up across the road, there is Stonehenge, and here is a very intricate pattern. Again, I'm and not the story sure. behind this one is that the guy flew over it with a plane, and it wasn't there. And then 45 minutes, he came back, and it was there. Now that, if that's true, then that's a daylight happening, and that's something that obviously yep. could not be accomplished, not even by a team. I would say, um, not in that amount of time. That's why it was, this one was so popular, is because it was a daylight, a daylight occurrence, and it happened that quickly. That's pretty amazing. Wow. Yeah, that's that one's pretty amazing. Uh, <laughs> Jamaica Duck saying he'd be sitting in the field with a shotgun waiting for these folks to mess up his field. Yeah, I agree with that. Uh, somebody's saying <laughs> Night Owl saying it was just some random hater. Believe me, the internet is full of random haters. So there's there's no doubt in my mind that's definitely going to continue in our lives. But that's okay. We're that's right. Fairly thick skinned. I mean, I cry, but you know, it's like four or five times a day, no big deal. And uh, let's see, what if it's not binary? Instead, if it's a disc for a music box and it plays David Bowie's Space Oddity. <laughs> Dramatic stare. <laughs> yeah, that's, uh, that's right up there with I Just Stopped Cleaning My Kitchen to listen to this. That was a good one, my friend. <laughs> it 
we, we skipped over cat lovers. She's saying that tractors can follow a pattern that's put in the computer. And you are right. I mean, I oh, it's not possible. Yeah, 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 yeah. Okay, I see where you're coming at there. That's a very interesting concept, I suppose. But, boy. But you know what? I'm going to say no to that uh, just because this phenomenon has uh, existed long before autonomous driving uh, and programmed tractors like that came into existence. That's true. Yeah, very so, true. It's possible that some of them are, but uh, I'm going to say that, that obviously the phenomenon existed before that. So, again, that would explain some, but not all, I would go with. And here's a close-up of that crop uh, without Stonehenge in the background. So uh, that's pretty impressive there. And it's that's actually big. I, I don't remember the exact uh, measurements, but that is from very high up. Well, that is a huge. Yeah, looking huge by the tractor tree. tracks, it's got to be a fairly large. So that's impressive. Uh, uh, Audio Slave saying we must continue to search for these formations. The world's oldest solar observatory is the Gosex Circle, 4900 BC, and it was discovered from the air over Germany while searching for crop circles. Very interesting. Very hmm. interesting. Uh, okay, so that wraps it up. Let's see here what time we got here. Oh my gosh, we are almost at the end of the show, aren't we? Yeah, uh, we're right there at it. Incredible. I'm going to say we actually have time to take a real quick look at the Black Knight satellite. And now. Yeah, you know what, man? I'm saving that for another night. That'll that'll hopefully be your, your hook to come back and join the Midnight Cafe <laughs> another night. But, uh, any last words from you, my friend? N- not from me, yeah? if you're asking me. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Yo, okay. yeah. Yeah, no, I got to run. I'm still... Your show comes on when I'm cooking dinner, so it's kind of fun. That's right. Last time you were making... What are you cooking tonight? Yeah. Uh, today is a fettuccine Alfredo with blackened chicken. Making me nice. hungry, man. You're making me hungry. <laughs> well, look, I really appreciate you calling in. I hope to hear from you again and again and again. As with all the folks that have uh, chimed in tonight, uh, you can see from the folks that have called in, we don't, you know, it's not it's not bad. It's not scary. It's just a little bit scary while you're dialing the phone. But once you're in, you're in, and it becomes just like it is right here, a friendship, right? Yeah, exactly. Great. And if you freak out, you just push the hang-up button. That's right. You can drop a, drop a cuss and freak out and run away. <laughs> <laughs> Not gonna name. Found her dog. Not gonna name names. Just, just gonna throw that out there. Anyway, take care, my friend, and we will see you next week, hopefully. And uh, Jason, and have a great week and the uh, rest of the weekend. Awesome, man. Take yeah, you care. as well, man. Thank you. Thanks. Bye, bye. Bye. So, uh, Jason, I think this was another uh, good show. I think we're getting some people chiming in. Uh, let's see, love no, the show. Another great. great show. Great. Enough to share, man. Awesome. Everyone, come back. This was fun. I... Man, it's awesome. Uh, I really enjoy this. This is this is the end of our first month here. This is it's the first the first day of February, but I believe this is our fourth show or fifth show. Fourth, it is fifth, fourth fourth show. Yes, one month in four Saturdays. We did it, and uh, we're here for the duration. So I hope those of you who watch this in the future and make it all the way to the very end will uh, join us again next week and come on live because it, it it's it's a heck of a show and it's a heck of a two hours. It tends to go by awfully quick, doesn't it? Yeah, man, and, and same as last week, guys. If you, you want to come talk on the show, you know anybody who'd be interested in coming to speak with us, you know, let us know. Yeah, we're trying to line um, some please, folks up. Yeah, we're trying to line up some guest speakers. We're trying to get everything scheduled out. And, you know, please re-air us. It's free to air. Yeah. Free to flip it over and flip it. Uh, you are our advertisers. So if you will go out and spread the word to your friends and family and uh, on your Facebook pages, on your YouTube pages, wherever it is you go, and uh, and spread the word. Please mention the Midnight Cafe, and send them our way. You know, because uh, I love the fact that we've had a good almost thirty people all night, which is great. And I know some of you stuck around for the whole two hours, which is 
asking a lot. So we really appreciate that. That's, that's pretty wild. <laughs> and also, if you want to help contribute, just like our uh, our good friend Shay, who recorded those voiceovers for us, you know, we'd love to hear it. Anything you want to th- chime in with, we'll take it. Be a part of the show. Audio Slave's asking for a music request. So here's the deal with music. Obviously, anything that has any kind of copyright whatsoever is a no-go. Uh, it'll get the channel removed, not just taken down temporarily. But So we only are able to play uh, free-to-air music or non-copyrighted, non-royalty music. If that song from the uh, Ozark Mountain Daredevils is a free-to-use song, I would be happy to uh, to use it, but uh, if you'll just send me some information, perhaps in an email, um, it's the Midnight Cafe at hotmail.com. You can send me information. I'll get in touch with them and see if we have permission to use that. That'd be awesome. And that goes for all of you as well. If you know any local musicians, friends, or families that like to play music and would like to have their song featured here on the Midnight Cafe, we'd be happy to do that. I know that uh, absolutely Marky Shaw has been a huge contributor. Jason, you write a lot of songs for the show as well, and uh, pretty cool. Any last words? I know. I'm good. Thank you, everybody, for coming out and hanging out with us. It was fun, as always. Cool beans. Guys, gals, it's been an honor. And uh, next week, we'll we'll dive right back into it again. I am going to play a song from Marky Shaw to close out the night. And uh, I hope I see you all again next time. It's been an interesting walk through the UFOs and aliens and crop circles. And, man, we could definitely spend some more time on that subject, couldn't we? Yeah, we could. Right on, my man. Take care. All right. Good night, everybody.